0: From Hole in the Wall Studios,
1: ladies and gentlemen, metahumans and mutants, cyborgs, aliens, and robots, welcome to Lit Off the Long Box,
2: the podcast that speaks about comic books, movies, pop culture, toys, and anything else that we see fit. This is Anthony. This is Maddie. This is Luke. And this is Jesse. So sit back and relax. Grab some Kool-Aid. I like Chewy. I like Grapplesaurus Rex. I like Owen's. I like Mega Mountain Twist. And? Kick your feet up! And unzip those pants. We would like to apologize
3: in advance for anything the boys may say that may be taken as offensive. Anything that may be taken as offensive to you, the listener. These are only the opinions and witty nature of your hosts, and should be taken for comedic value only.
0: Honestly, guys. There are
4: only a few things we actually hate. The KKK? And don't forget the neo-Nazis.
0: Or racists.
1: And rapists. And anything in that vein. Fuck Fuck those guys!
0: So, if you happen to be any of these, and we offend you, just remember... We...
3: We... We love you. We love you.
5: Hello? What? Hi. You don't know me, and I don't know you either. But, do you have any needles? We have needles here, and I was wondering if they come with the room or not.
0: We ain't got no needles here,
5: kid. No? Just a
0: big fucking gun.
5: Just checking. Welcome back to Lead Off the Long Box. In today's episode, Anthony and Luke will be taking the helm. In the red corner, we've got squirmy Dreadhead Anthony, who will be chatting about the one cop who's always down to bust a 187, Judge Dread, Volume 5, The Complete Case Files. And in the blue corner, we have the bulging Batfan who's always got blue balls, Lucas Gallegos, who will be chatting about Grant Morrison's Batman and Son. Be sure to stay tuned for Sign B where the four fans of Caligula will be chucking their wobblies on the DC free flow.
0: We gotta find out which cell this princess of yours is in. Here it is. 2187. You go and get her. I'll hold him
1: here. Uh, uh everything's under control. Situation normal. What happened? Uh hit a slight like weapons malfunction but uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now, thank you. How are you? We're sending a squad up. Uh, uh, negative, negative. We have a a reactor leak here uh, now. Give us a few minutes to lock it down. Uh, Large leak, very dangerous. Who
2: is this? What's your operating number? Uh, we
1: conversation anyway.
2: Luke, we're gonna have company! So dudes, we always talk about shit. Yeah, we talk about shit. Shit, man.
1: Yeah, man, shit. not the number two shit, like, just stuff shit. Yeah. Okay. So do you have any shit you want to talk about,
4: Jesse? Oh,
2: funny observation, as mundane as it may be. I think it's funny, and I think that only in the United <laughs> States, when we eat something and it tastes good, we call it shit. Uh-huh. I don't think in Japan they eat, like, some good fucking... Ramen. Okay, let's make it noodles because they said <laughs> Japan, you asshole. <laughs> no, they gave ramen racist. <laughs> you know what? If we have Asian people listen to this fucking show,
1: yeah, ramen's a delicacy. It's a very
4: cheap. It's like the hey, dollar menu.
2: If you happen to be Asian out of Asia, let us know if you guys say the shit is good when you taste yeah. something good. I think only people in the U.S. call food shit. Uh, okay, so question. We got. I got two. You guys want a TV question? Or you guys want a comic question? Comic. Comic. Uh, Maddie, yeah. let's take it to the vote.
0: Well, do both questions have to do with either subject, or is one no. question comic, one question TV? Yeah. Okay, then let's start with comic, go back to TV. And oh, then you want to do comic. Yeah. Let's make it okay. quick, then. Quick.
2: Okay. Uh, coolest X-Men?
4: Um, Kitty Pryde. I know.
2: Dude, yeah. I'm down with Kitty in the movies. <laughs> She's a lesbian, man. <laughs> I don't dig yeah. lesbians. Not. Not. <laughs> Bit. Hey, I'm... But... G- wait. cool. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. dude, I'm just not into not, it. I'll well, touch on that another time. Okay. But, uh.
4: <laughs> we'll do an X-Men episode. Hey, I love...
2: Me and Luke, Luke are just be, being quiet. Like, yeah. I love the people that <laughs> choose to be lesbians. I'm just saying, like, it's not something that gets my clock ticking.
4: I'm just... I like the character from the comics and stuff. You
1: gotta
2: throw a big schlong in the middle of some <laughs> mess, and then... And Sad then and get. done. <laughs> Maddie, Coolest X-Men. Hey, and it could be... A, the whole X-Men universe. Okay. It um, doesn't have to be an X-Men. Hey, I love Wolverine, but I gotta go
1: Colossus. Okay.
0: Ooh, good one. Good
2: one. Right on.
1: Uh, You know what? I actually like, uh, because I recently, not too long ago, read uh, New X-Men. Brad Morrison's New X-Men. And uh, what's the guy's name with the metal, max, uh, metal mask? Metal oh, mask? Zorn. Sure Zorn. Zorn. Thank you. Okay. Who ends up being Magneto. Exactly. He ends up yeah. being Magneto. That's but, why he's cool. But as I was reading it, I didn't know that, so... Uh, up until that point, I was like, The whole audience knows that now, though. This guy's yeah. cool. <laughs> and uh, he puts his cool. fucking 15 yeah. you know? year old butt. <laughs> I say, you know, I'm just giving him shit. 2001, 2002. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My that's real, my favorite. Real quick on spoilers,
4: there's an old rule where
1: they say if it's 10 years
4: or older, it's open game. So Who gets I shoot. yeah, so I say, I it was
0: be gonna like five
1: years <laughs> or ten <laughs> Two years. I was thinking like ten days, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, with the internet, huh? Yeah, dude, come on.
0: If you don't know that True blood actually ends
1: with Vampires. <laughs> then I'm sorry. Dude <laughs> um, What the fuck? You just ruined my true blood shit. I was gonna watch that this weekend.
2: Well the X Men I like the most. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the X Men you like the most. Zorn. Zorn. Okay. What about you, Jess? Yeah. I'm actually with Luke to an extent. The one that I like the most is Make Me Do. I think he's the coolest he awesome. comment. Yeah. He's actually my one of my favorite villains too of all time. Damn. T V question. We'll begin with Anthony. Favorite scene in Seinfeld?
4: Oh, shit. Um, get back to me. Come back to me real Maddie. quick. You have to think about it.
0: Um, it's probably going to be just the, the backwards George thing. I mean, th- just like the whole episode. But uh, I guess like when he walks up to that chick and says... Hey, you know, I'm unemployed and I live with my parents, whatever. She's like, Hi, yeah. I'm Brittany. The opposite, like, I yeah, yeah, the opposite, I think that's called. Even Stevens. Yeah, I mean, there's a part right, of That's episodes, the name of the episode, that's, my that's bad. That's one yeah. of my favorites. Or, or the Bubble Boy thing. The Bubble Boy? The, okay. the whole Bubble Boy episode is great. And anyway, anyway and that's, that's moors? What?
4: I'm Moops sorry. and Moors? From the Bubble Boy? Moops? Moors? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the question. Yeah, you yeah, 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 or, or the I uh, calzone thing. The moops I know by uh, now.
2: Anthony, let's take it.
4: Okay, <laughs> the puppy shirt episode. I love. That's one of my favorites. But there's a scene where Costanza's life is going places, yeah. and you see him down the park just
1: skipping. Mm-hmm. on yeah! Oh yeah!
2: <laughs> I love that. too
1: I don't want to be a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about you, funny. Luca? Oh, dude! I <laughs> just thinking about it. it makes me laugh my ass off. It's the scene with George where he's at that birthday party. Not only <laughs> the fire, <laughs> yeah, the fire. <laughs> he sees the fire and he runs out, pushes the kids, him. pushes the grandma, and then not only that, he's downstairs trying to explain himself to the fireman, <laughs> trying to make himself seem like a fucking hero. Yeah. That's one of my favorite. Oh, that's one of my all-time favorite scenes. That's a, a good one, man. Yeah. What, about what about you, Jesse? Yeah.
2: Well, it's funny because mine also is a Costanza, yeah. and I think we all pick Costanza. <laughs> yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's we safe too. to say he's the coolest in the show. Um, <laughs> mine's actually something that his boss says to him, and it's when—is is it when he works for the Yankees? <coughs> or
0: yeah. He, okay. And
2: the episode is that he's assigned to do something, and somehow it gets done, and he doesn't do anything. <laughs> and then he takes of it. <laughs> yeah. it's
0: the signature. Yeah, thing. and the it's the, the assignment. No,
2: it's not that one. Oh, it's not that one? They don't mention what the assignment was. But anyways, it gets done. I remember and it, it, though. Uh, Steinbrenner ends up hating it. thinks it's fucked up, so <laughs> he actually sends him to an asylum. And it's one, it's one of the things that Steinbrenner says that, to me, was like, man, this writing is so funny. How the fuck did they come up with that? But <clears throat> Steinbrenner says that his cousin is... that was going to the same asylum that his cousin went to. And he says that his cousin was obsessed with lactating women, and they completely fixed him. Although he still eats a lot of cheese. <laughs> what the? F- <laughs> I Dude, remember that. That writing is so funny to me. <laughs> Who comes up with that? Oh my it's god! It's just so funny to me. But They're, that's one of my shining signs. Uh, there will
1: never be a sitcom like side. I'm saying. I'm stating right now. Uh, we do shows online. We have shows planned on a lot of stuff. We have to do a
2: Seinfeld episode. If you guys give a shit about Seinfeld, because uh, we'll have yeah. emails and all that stuff yeah. up by this episode. Uh, if you guys give a shit about it and you want to listen to us talk about Seinfeld, because we, we love it, uh, and you give a shit, let us know. We'll do a show on Seinfeld.
4: And let me... Can I go ahead and give uh, the the mailbox email address? Uh, if,
2: if you'd like to give it now, you I, can. I, yeah, I, I think we should spit it out anytime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know it's going to be at the end of the episode, just in case but you guys miss it, and to have a pen on you at the moment, but yeah, go ahead and give it oh. out, Aunt.
4: All right, so our email address will be lit off the long
2: box at aol.com. AOL.com. Yeah. off the long box at aol.com. Going Can you spare adventure. a square? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you oh my god! god. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorites. Season ones
0: five,
1: and then most of the, uh, some of these episodes were from season five. I bought that, at yeah. that season. I could watch that over and over yeah. and over. Season four through, I
4: think, seven are the best.
0: Yeah. You know that that's the thing. Like all TV shows, like the the first like couple of seasons, they're kind of like trying things on, seeing what works and stuff, and. Uh, I don't know, I just mm-hmm. I mean the first season of Seinfeld was great, yeah. but nothing like season three or four or A Bunch of life lessons in that moment.
4: and yeah. even the um, the older the other seasons where they get really bizarre, there's still a lot of funny moments in them I think too.
0: Yeah. I, I gotta tell you though, I love Elaine and you know, I wish I could
2: think of one besides Spare Square that that I just love, but uh Well you know, Elaine is the comedy that she promotes is facial. Next time, yeah. you guys—if any of you guys watch Sandfill, pay attention to all the faces she makes. She's, she's am- amazing at what do they call it? Physical comedy. Yeah. yeah. And it's not something that she's in the spotlight about because mm-hmm. we have Cosmo that's doing all the physical comedy. But yeah. check out Elaine because she yeah. is amazing at physical comedy.
1: Real quick. I like to, uh, she, uh, <coughs> she puts fear into George. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> he's afraid of her. It's fucking <laughs> funny. I ahead, think, uh, what were you
4: gonna say? There's a scene where uh, she's on the subway. And it shows a close-up of her face, and she's just fucking... She's cussing, she's she's screaming, like these fucking the people, yeah. and it <laughs> <keeps> her out. <laughs> and and even the yeah. ones where
1: she she's thinking to herself and she's like screaming <laughs> inside yeah. her head yeah. because <laughs> she's like in an enclosed space and all she's doing is screaming, but it's all internal and like like Jesse said, it shows because you could see it on her face. <laughs> 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 oh shit! Uh, I don't Seinf- want to watch fucking Seinfeld that.
4: Yeah, let us know if you want us to do a Seinfeld episode. I think it would be fun. We'd
2: be happy yeah. to do it. Yeah. Well, guys, welcome to another episode of Lit Off the Long Box. Today, just like mentioned ahead of time, we got Anthony and Luke taking the helm today. Uh, so, Luke, why don't you set us off, man? Lit Off the Long Box. Let's hit it.
1: All right, man. Uh, what I'm gonna go over is um, not just one issue, uh, and I'm not gonna go into too much detail uh, on everything in this Grant Morrison Batman run, uh, but I kind of want to touch on a few, uh, kind of a few pieces that I really liked. Uh, and overall, uh, it was good. Um, the meat, and, kind of the meat and potatoes of the uh, of the run. Uh, the issues. I was trying to count them up. I have the majority of Grant Morrison's issues, and they were all right around in the uh, in the six hundreds. Like the middle six hundreds. Yeah, the middle six hundreds. Uh, Two thousand. Let me look at nine. it. 2006 to about 2009. Okay. Uh, And he didn't do, like, a full 25-issue run. He did, like, four or five issues. Then there was, like, a a few filler issues of, like, other writers. And then he did, like, six or eight. Uh, All in total in the Batman run, um, he did about 25. About a good 25 issues. So he he was doing the main Batman book for a good... Almost close to four yeah. years. And then he moved to doing uh, Batman and Robin. That was kind of like how uh, Denny O'Neil
4: did his run in the 70s. He would yeah. do, team up with Neil Adams, they would do a couple issues, and then someone else would take it over, completely new writer and artist. And then they would come
1: back and revisit their themes and whatever. So it sounds like that. Yeah. And what I actually have is I have two separate uh, volumes. Uh, one is it, it's actually the graphic novel it's called batman uh, the black glove the deluxe edition and it collects about 13 issues of his run uh the first four issues are actually batman and son so it's the first four issues of of the introduction of damian wayne so it's those first four issues um the three artists that he mostly worked with uh, the first one was Andy Kubert, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's really, it's really cool because I like it because Kubert's Batman looks like uh, Neil Adams' Batman, so he's got the blue cape, the gray, um, and I really like it. it it's really cool. Um, the first, uh, first few issues were with Kubert, and then there's a middle where um, and he does this weird issue with. It's almost like, what does that look like to you I kind of uh, like this the a, like a, a story, story.
2: Yeah, it looks kinda like a, a magazine, I guess. Yeah, there so. you go. Was, you like that,
1: Luke? Yeah. It was a Yeah. I don't like it. It was uh <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I I admit, I love a lot of Grant Morrison stuff. There's this one issue, I don't know which one it is. I think it's like six six like sixty-seven or something, and it's like kind of like a uh a middle issue. It's it's kind of like a joke. It's a break issue. issue. Yeah. yeah, it's really bleak, oh, yeah. but you know when, it's
2: like mm, when doing Batman I don't think it fits. I have a, a Nil Gaiman Sandman issue that's kinda like that. And it fits with him because he's kind of an odd dude anyway. Yeah. Uh, not saying that Morrison's not an odd dude because he is. But with Batman it, it doesn't seem like you yeah. no, should go outside a of that too much.
1: It's, it's a, a little, little
2: weird.
4: fan servicey too, because the artist looked like it was Dave McKean. And as you know, Grant Morrison and Dave McKean wrote Arkham Asylum, which is a strange work in itself. They did. Yeah.
1: It actually wasn't Dave McKean. It looks like his style, though. It does. It looks like a little computer-generated, but actually the artist's name... Uh, let's see here. John Van Fleet.
0: Okay. Well, I appreciate that kind of art, but I just don't think it has a place in college. As mean as that sounds, <laughs> I mean, it just, I feel you. I just it's like uh, Kind of like you know. Jesse
1: said, it almost looks like a magazine. You know, like uh yeah. it's only because it was almost like in book form. You know, it like, like I love reading PlayStation books.
0: One graphics to me. There it's you like, go. Okay. okay, yeah. You know the, the thing about Batman comics is a big character in Batman, and everyone says this. This is like big character in Batman is Gotham City itself, or Arkham Asylum, or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, you always get that feeling like, oh man, you know things could blow up at any time, and uh, you don't get that feeling in that. And I know what they're trying to do; they're trying to give you the perspective of what it's like to be a crazy Joker or Harlequin or whatever. But eh, it
1: just yeah. doesn't work. I I, I think, think it's, it's kind of the first face. one. Uh, you know, it's like, eh, okay, when you're kind of like skipping a few, mm-hmm. you're like, ah, uh, like, I, and I don't mean skipping issues, I mean skipping a few, like, lines here and there, because you're like, I don't know, this isn't. Uh, it's immaterial to what's yeah. going on, yeah. And it's kind of like you said, you know, trying different things, you know, not everything works, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and no knock on Grant Morrison. I love Grant Morrison's Batman stuff. Uh, So, I mean, you know, just kind of take it for what it is. I wasn't a big fan. And it's only one issue. Yeah. It's not like a full, like, five or six issues or anything.
4: I think, uh, going back to Dave though real quick, because it looks like his style, I think it worked in Arkham Asylum because that's supposed to be a bad dream. But I think that's the... I I don't think he's an artist you should use all the time for Batman, unless you have a concept that will work. And I don't know much about this, but it doesn't look like it works for this, so...
0: Well, I know this is, like, Luke's time to talk, but... uh, Maybe, maybe Luke can back me up on this. Go ahead. If you're actually reading the trade, though, you, you said you don't know much about it. I'm, I'm just going to explain it. To you. If you're reading the trade and what's going on, the Batman incense story, it's like a total. <laughs>
1: It's a total 180.
0: It just puts the brakes on everything. You're like, oh, Tucker. You know, it just totally ruins the rhythm, the gallop that you pick up.
1: Because Batman and Son is such a great story. And it's like, Uh, you know, hey, here's this totally ruined. And I think I get it because uh, I was listening to a podcast with Grant Morrison. And he actually intended Batman and Son to end with Damien dead. Actually, them end up killing Damien. Ooh, how surprising! But he wants to kill someone off. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, uh, like within the first, you know, three issues, that uh, Damien became such like a uh, a likable character that he was uh, he was like it was kind of too good to. Because uh, it's like, original thought was that it was, like... Because, you know, when you plot out... I guess when you're comic-ready, you plot out, like, you know, five or six issues. Sure. And then it kind of changed when it was, like, such a likable character. Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, it, it was kind of like a... And you're like... Mm. But anyway, it was cool. I mean, you know, uh, if you get this in trade... Well, he uh, did Batman and Robin, didn't he? Yes. Mm-hmm. So he got
2: to it. He got yeah. to killing Damien. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, <laughs> uh, He
1: did... Uh, now it's the time. He did Batman... Batman Inc., yeah. 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 Batman Inc. But, but he did... Uh, after he did his full, like, uh, Batman run, he did Batman and Robin for, Frank like, Wiley. 17 issues. With gotcha. Mostly Frank Riley. Which was good stuff, too. It was hey, really cool. Yeah. It was one of It was actually... Um, Grayson, Batman, not Bruce Wayne. And, and dude, that, that, it's a really interesting yeah, thing. It, it's cool. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And quietly, I think
4: of all the collaborators that Morrison has, that's the one that always syncs the best with him to me.
1: I, I think you see I,
0: that in New X Men.
1: Yeah, and uh, All Superman And
4: JLA are too. Yeah. yeah. Well, you but, know, uh, we know
0: that Grant Morrison can't mess up. I mean, dude, I heard he's going to start doing action comics. It's going to be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was awesome.
2: I think uh, if they gave out Oscars. This For is Luke books? being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quietly's pencils—they kind of look like Play-Doh to me. That yeah, I, like I that's, mean, yeah. It yeah. Like that's why I like them though. The They're so never solid and yeah. Yeah. you know. I
0: cool. like
1: his uh, Lex Luthor. Mister Luthor. Yeah, too. Mr. the, Luthor. It... Yeah, it the looks... way he does liquids, dude,
4: is so f- like when people like are spitting out of their mouth or something,
1: just looks so fucking weird. Yeah, it looks yeah. cool. Yeah. So, and then he he only works with a few artists on this run. Uh, One of the artists, Andy Kubert. He does about a four-issue... Four-issues with, uh, I think, one of... I know Jesse likes him. I fucking think his his stuff is awesome. His shit is awesome. Uh, J.H. Williams III? Oh, hell yeah. J.H. Williams. Yeah. He does... uh, There's like a four-issue... a four-issue run in here, uh, and, and it's really cool. I like J. Cole and stuff because he doesn't do, you know, basic. Um,
2: dang, what do they call him? Dude, his stuff is like—it's cheesy as it may sound. It's poetic. Yeah. It's got such a flow to it. It's side of the comic book uh, community of panels and stuff. But there it's, you go. It's poetic, man. Because
1: he changes his panels, he'll use like the bat symbol across a whole splash page, and make the inside of the uh, like the bat symbol. Uh, or his cape, he'll make that the panel, and it sounds stupid, but like when you see it, you're like dude, this is freaking awesome. His and art he's actually—he's doing Sandman Overture right now.
2: So check out uh, Batwoman. Uh, yeah. Uh, issues yeah. one to what did it go up to? Did it go up to seventeen? One
1: to twenty-three.
2: Actually. One to twenty-three. Anything he puts his hands on is gonna look amazing. It's good. And boy, he made Batwoman look awesome. Yeah. And he ended up doing Batwoman uh, ahead of the New 52. So, you can play yeah. pre-new 52 stuff with J.H. Williams in it.
4: That's the only. Well, other than that, Promethea, which I didn't like from Alan Moore that he did, because yeah. um, that's early okay. work of his. It kind of looks yeah.
1: like, like these ones in here, which you can see his, like, almost like. Uh, I don't want to say his sound all fucking stupid, but his evolution. Because from here, the, these Batman issues, it looked good, but his Batwoman stuff looks oh, his. way better. Uh, And you can tell from this to that, his, like, uh, transition to just being like, wow, dude, this is awesome. It's, like, really cool. Uh, These Batman issues are are awesome, too, uh, with the Grant Morrison story, too. But um, this whole Black Glove, it's, uh, like I said, it's, like, 13 issues. It's worth it. You can buy it and actually trade paperback right now um, for, I think, like, 16 bucks, And it's, like, you know, it's pretty much the majority of Grant Morrison's run. The one thing I wanted to touch on in this in the first book here is it goes to his run uh, to where it's kind of setting up the Zeron Ur storyline. because you've read these, Maddie right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I had never heard of that, because, uh, in every, in every, some of these, some of these panels, you'll see, like, on the walls, you'll see this, you'll see a few words that say, like, Xuron, and then kind of through, through the majority of this run after Batman and Son, uh, there's kind of, like, touching on base where Batman's being, like, uh, he's being attacked by, you know, uh, through his mind, and one of the panels is Batman actually went to go do this, uh... It's called a thugal, and it's like a Buddhist ritual of uh, meditation. Damn. And they actually, they actually put themselves for seven weeks in in, in total isolation, which for anybody can kind of like drive you fucking mad. Uh, so they kind of do that. Uh, they show these little black panels of just like Bruce Wayne talking in these black panels, uh, and that's this is kind of like where it starts. And the artist is actually. Tony S. Daniels. Nice. Awesome. So, Tony S. Daniels, one of my favorite uh, Batman artists. too. Yeah, and you can tell even on this run that Tony S. Daniels got better, even better after this, because he just, it still looks awesome, um, but it's, I think he's gotten
2: way better. Me too. Since. If you guys want to jump on some Tony S. Daniels, he's doing Superman, Wonder Woman yeah. at the moment. And yeah. uh, I'll pass it around if you guys want to
1: kind of like look through it real quick, because the meat of what I actually wanted to go over here, real quick, is actually. Uh, I think he said uh, his name was meat. Um, <laughs> and, and I'll go through it real quick, because it's just the kind of concept <laughs> <laughs> is really fucking cool. Dude, man bends in this? Yeah. Awesome. Well, actually, it's. Um, it's like. No, Talia Al Ghul, <laughs> uh, she kidnapped uh, Langstrom. Okay. And she actually made him uh, make her a uh, man bat serum. So she has an army of man bats. Awesome.
2: Indeed. Dude, man bat is so easy to fuck up. So when they do him awesome, he's he's freaking awesome. He's awesome. Do they do him awesome in this? Yeah. I think so. I think it looks really good. Alright,
1: so the meat and potatoes of this, and it sounds goofy. I know it does because when I first like flipped through this, I seen Batmite, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Batmite. Anthony's
2: a fan. Oh, dude!
4: I I hold on. I gotta say something. I like stupid characters. I do just because they're you know. I like your cryptos. I like your Mister Mixed Up. What? Mix Pitlick. Mix Pitlick. Learn it. excuse me for not having any vowels. We've
1: done this a -a 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 -a
2: -a 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 few times. Mister
4: Mixapixel. I like both. That guy, you know. I like
0: all those dumb
2: characters. Batmite,
0: you know. Even. Those. I like all the dumb characters. Yeah. I don't know any of their names. <laughs> <laughs> Screech the thing.
4: Flash Cap.
0: <laughs>
2: what the fuck is that?
4: <laughs> they gave them all animal friends at one point. Okay.
2: Animal <laughs> friends. <laughs> hey, Maddie, tell me offhand who Anthony likes the most in He Man. No, that's Orko. not true. Oh How about Thundercats? <laughs>
1: snarf. Actually, I don't snarf. like any of those two, but <laughs> and his snarf favorite snarf.
0: Transformers is
2: Bumblebee.
1: <laughs> Do you think that's because he translates? Because he's like, if I was in these universes, that's who I would be. <laughs> <laughs> most likely.
2: And as a little boy, he loved Grimace in McDonald's the most.
1: <laughs> Grimace was my hero. <laughs> All right. Moving on, Anthony. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so oh, the- wait, Anthony was going to touch on something
2: about oh, Batmite
4: Yeah, what were we going to say? Okay, so the thing with Batmite is um, There have been some ways, pretty cool ways That they've done him, like in Batman the Animated Series Batmite's actually in it But he's like a little robot toy That Batman and Robin encounter he's, Okay Yeah, because it's that inventor that invented that robot That supercomputer
2: I was sick that
4: day, man. Okay. Hang <laughs> on. But you know what I'm talking about, right? I do. Yeah, and he started making toys, and one of them is a bat light, So it's kind of like, right. oh, homage to that, oh, Ma, to that. Dude, cool, dude. He said time. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you he slayed so
1: much ass. Oh, yeah. What that? season is that in? I think three. Okay. Okay. I'll check it out. I promise. Okay. I'll put it down. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um... In this The Gaul ritual, uh, this is kind of like Batman that can almost, you know, basically overcome anything, It is kind of like what he wrote, which, which is what I like. Uh, I like a lot of it because, uh, he does a lot of his, uh, instead of doing his internal monologue, through some of this he's actually talking to Batmite, which it's kind of like is he really there is really Batman really there or is it kind of like a figment of his imagination Batman's fucked up man. yeah Yeah.
0: figment and what well, it is because he's in the
1: exactly. ritual what happens is um, Batman has put himself or Bruce Wayne has put himself through all of this training to be prepared for anything uh, and what can happen to you you can be um, you know uh, mind wiped whatever well he creates himself a backup system for himself for his own brain um, during which he did this ritual, which is the Batman of Zeranar. And I did a little research on it, and actually they did Batman of Zir- Batman's of Zir- is, like, from a different planet. Um, he doesn't do that in here. It's just... It's the Batman of Zeranar is his backup system. Like, if your computer goes down, you have a backup system. This is Batman's backup system in case he, uh... You know, in case he's basically mind-fucked. And he is. Uh, in most of this run, he gets mind-fucked by this, uh, this kind of cabal. Uh, the Black Glove. The Black Glove Society. And actually, what I really like about it is Batmite is... Uh, I have to show you. Did you guys get to see him? Batmite? Uh, no, the... Uh, the His costume. Plan? That's oh, the, okay. the backup Batman. And it's this real colorful fucking bat suit. Because uh, the Batman of Zeronar, he's kind of a fucking badass. He's pretty fucking brutal. Because uh, once it kicks in, he freak, uh, he kind of fucks all these dudes up. So he's going to this uh, this Black Society or Black love Society take over the Batcave. And then uh, one of the cool things I really liked about it is his backup system starting to kind of give way. You know, because it only takes over just so he uh, just to give him enough time to kind of figure shit out. And then he's going into the Batcave to take, Because uh, they, they fucked up Alfred by this time. Uh... What the fuck does he tell him? It's kind of cool. Okay. Because essentially, Batmite is like a what? Uh, a, a nymph or something from the fifth dimension? A nymphomaniac. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From the 69th dimension. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I think I just got hard. That's a sex drive. Right? And I'm looking so. at Anthony. He's an, uh, Anthony, and I'm sorry. I guess I should have mentioned your name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck uh-huh. this guy. Never mind. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I was paying <laughs> attention to there. Jesse's joke what about he the says, 69th dimension. Um Uh, Okay, I'm gonna read it here real quick So he goes, how about one straight answer He goes, are you really an alien Hyper nymph Oh, hyper impth from the 69th dimension, that sucks a lot of cot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just uh, paraphrase that. Yeah, he goes, he doesn't <laughs> say 69. <laughs> he goes, Are you really. Uh, uh, he says 68, and I owe you one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a hypernymph from the 5th dimension, uh, or just a figment of my imagination. And kind of a cool thing that I always kind of think of, uh, it's just really cool. Uh, he says, imagination... He goes, imagination is the fifth dimension. And he goes, uh, some world's greatest detective you are. Because, you know, Batman's the world's greatest detective and he's, he's basically asking... And then it's also funny because, uh, well, you're such a good detective, but this fucking figment of your imagination's fucking talking shit to you. Um, so, of course, uh, Batman comes through in the end. He fucks up all these people. Uh, the guy who's actually leading it, his name's Dr. Hurt... And he actually, a kind of a cool play on it, is uh, Doctor Hurt is actually kind of uh, vying that he's actually Thomas Wayne, uh, and that when he uh, when Batman's parents were killed, uh, he faked his death, and then actually Martha Wayne and Bruce were both supposed to be killed, but Joe Chill chickened out when it came to killing killing Bruce. So I found it kind of cool because he was kind of mind fucking. Uh, Bruce Wayne, you know, Bruce Wayne, Batman, like, hey, I'm your dad, and he's like, you're not my fucking dad, uh, so it's kind of cool how he, cause, he, and then it leaves it, like, was he really, um, but at the end, you know, Batman's still kind of fucked up at the end, cause, you know, but he came out the, came out the rabbit hole, yeah, yeah and then one last thing, uh, in this Batman Rest in Peace, there's about eight issues, it goes up to 687, I believe, uh, but through, it's called Batman Last Rites it's like the last two issues in this it's kind of cool because they do a uh, he does two issues and he kind of goes through the whole history of Batman from the very beginning when Batman used guns uh, and he kind of does it as like each year of Batman it was like that era like the era of when it, you know they were kind of fucking goofy 60s Batman when he uh when he picked up Robin, when Robin left, when the new Robin came in, and like each panel is almost like a little, like a different uh, era of Batman, but each year is almost represented as a year. Yeah. So it was kind of cool. I kind of like that, where it kind of, it kind of puts the whole history of Batman all in like two issues, but he made it, you know, kind of like seamless. So it was really cool, man. Well, it's, it's totally changing, worth it.
2: Changing a little bit now. We uh, we actually got a chance to have a small, small conversation. With Neil Adams about a week oh, ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And at the end of his book, Batman's used a gun again. Yeah. Yeah. Batman Odyssey, Dude, wasn't it? Batman yeah. Odyssey. Neil okay. Adams
1: is one of, like, the coolest fucking people. He seems like you could sit there and just, like, listen to him fucking talk for hours. Mm-hmm. And he's a very good salesman. I think he might have been, like,
0: the highlight uh, as far as, like, what was at Denver Comic Con. We just got back from Denver Comic Con. <laughs> uh, I think he might have been like my favorite feature. Yeah. You know, like this, f- yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, and I, we were, I know there's people that saw yeah. everything, right? But I, I didn't see everything. But w- what I did see, he was my favorite. What were we going to say,
1: Luke? So? And we were literally there for like what? Um, I, well, you guys were li- – I walked up right as as you guys were getting ready to like get his autograph. And he was talking to him. And well, we were literally there for maybe two, three minutes. Yeah, and yeah those it wasn't two, three even minutes.
2: Yeah. It felt like an eternity. In but that, that's one cool thing. I, uh, shit, the name is slipping my mind at the moment. Something Angelo. Maya Angelo, the poet. Oh, Maya Angelo. Yeah, mm-hmm. she said yeah. something. Uh, one of the things that she's quoted with a lot is people might not remember what your name is, but they will always keep in mind the way that you made them feel. And with Neil Adams, he was. Hey, he had been sitting at Comic-Con all day. You know, he could have been... People could have been bugging him. He could have been hot, but... Man, when we walked up, he was so cool with us, and... I'll always keep that in mind. The way he made me feel and how welcome. That's so. yeah, dude.
4: I unfortunately missed it. I was playing board games. So uh, you'll get back to yeah you, next year.
1: Yeah, dude. Hey, Hopefully. just a
2: quick uh, toss out some some culture shit. Check out some Maya uh, Maya Angelou stuff. Yeah, if she's quoted You're all right over the internet. And yeah. she just passed Man. away, didn't she? She did just pass yeah, away. She was month, actually like ago. a big promoter of. Uh, I don't even want to get into that because so I might push people away. And I don't want to push you away from someone like Maya Angelou So just go check it out Yeah,
4: even great. <clears throat> Just one quick thing on her I remember when she read uh, her poem At uh, Clinton's inauguration Yeah. And that always stuck with me And it's on YouTube and I go and watch it every now and then I'm not very familiar with her writing But I always go watch that one that
2: Yeah one she's poem. definitely yeah. inspirational To like the Malcolm X style Of you know Getting people feeling the Malcolm connection one of my people. heroes so I, yeah. I love it yeah. man. Thank
0: you Amen. But yeah, Neil Adams, dude. Uh, it wow, was cool. it was it was unbelievable.
1: Um, you know, and I'm not trying to knock uh, a couple of the other guys, and I'm not even going to mention the names, yeah. just because you know I don't want anybody to think that I'm like, oh, well, fuck these guys. Yeah, but I know because it's not like that. Yeah, because I know you stood in line, and I'm talking about, about Maddie, and then you know, uh, with another artist that he was going to get that he was getting an autograph from, and Maddie said something, and he was just like, oh, that's cool, like, <laughs> and you're just like, hey man, I know like you're sitting here all day. Uh, but, yeah. like, you know, we're not, like, you're not signing our shit for free. Like, we paid you <laughs> to sign something for us, you and know? I and, mean? Maddie, you
2: stayed in line a while, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, uh, more than two people, because it was, uh, one of the other guys that that Maddie, because Maddie stood in line for not just Neil Adams, but, uh, two other guys. And, uh, you know, you, you kind of want to, hey, shake your hand. Hey, thanks for, like, entertaining me. Yeah. You know, and, and then you're, like, uh... And then you, you're like, "Gee, dude, all right, well, fuck you, dude. I fucking paid you like twenty bucks to just sign a fucking book for me. the least you could do." is like, "Hey, man, thanks. I'm glad I could, you know, make somebody smile or something." And then uh, when you, and then when we went to the album booth, I was like, dude, "This dude's like, wait, totally like a uh, 180 difference." I was positive that he was gonna be like, "All right, cool.
0: Give
2: me the shit to sign. All right, get the fuck out of here." You know, and he have
0: Totally accepted that, right? But he right. has that
2: look, like that kind of. Costello, Jack Nicholson, and fucking uh, I was the deported. Like yeah. He has that look like he's a, yeah. I don't know, can just tell you to fuck off, and you'll be like, oh, okay, I didn't mean to bug you.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but he wasn't no, at, he all, he he at all, in the slightest. I love he's his
0: style, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, some of my favorite Batman images, for example, are Neil Adams. Uh, one of my favorite Superman covers ever. Uh, Busting the Chains? Busting yeah. the Chains. Busting yeah. the Chains. Yeah. Isn't that I, the one you I got? Yeah, I, ha- the one you... I have the original issue, uh, and then I have now the print, uh, the print, which is Superman two twenty two two seventy seven. No two seventy seven.
4: And he did. Um, he also did one of my favorite Green Green Arrow and Green Lantern covers. That first cover to that series when they merged Green Arrow and Green Lantern, where Green Arrow shoots the power battery, and Hell's like
3: just holding his arms up. Uh,
1: yeah. I'm Hell
4: Jordan. Anyway.
3: <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But that cover cool, uh, cool. Yeah, though. no, it is. It is a cool <laughs> cover. I'm just saying. Uh, Jesse Jesse got the cover with, uh, where uh, Speedy has got like the hair, uh, the needle yeah. made a stick in his arm. It's I've always thought that one was really cool. One, yeah, dude, that was really great. cool.
2: I actually am a fan of that because of Anthony. Anthony is the one that introduced that to me, and when he showed it to me, and Anthony and I had a conversation of like, "Wow, man, look what's in comic books." Like you are kind of fighting off. Comic books are doing what they can to yeah. fight against the. Uh, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I thought that was cool, and it did a better job than when Stanley tried. I'll give him credit with the Spider-Man story. Well, did he, do you
0: do
2: it first? Who did he, it first? He did it I first. Think
0: Stanley did it first. Yeah, but which is cool. Which right is on. cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's
2: that thing too with Stanley. That's the one thing that I will like praise him about. Is that issue was the end of the EC comic codes? He stood up against the fucking yeah. code. Um, yeah, wow. fuck those guys, Besides man. that, man, I'm sick of Stanley cameos. I was watching gameplay of Amazing Spider-Man 2 on PlayStation and Xbox and all that shit. And they got a fucking cameo of Stan Lee in the fucking video game.
3: Look,
4: A he... long
2: one, dude. He's got, like, a speech and all. Kiss my ass.
4: Look, what he did was important to comics. We all get that, right? We all do. Yeah. To a degree. But here's the thing. We, we get it. We already get it. That's yeah. my thing, you know?
1: we hey. get it we respect you and actually right like now it's it's cool to like comic books um back in the day i mean if you showed a girl your comic book collections you ain't gonna get no boy job <laughs> or you know now you could probably show your show a girl your comic books and she's like dude i want to suck your dick so bad now <laughs> no <laughs> am i wrong
0: yeah.
4: <laughs> for me it's wrong <laughs> you're <Okay>. wrong <laughs> oh well me and jesse well, that and may Maddie not be not the
0: root bad. of it anthony but uh
1: Well, anyway We'll do Diagnostic um, another time (laughs) Kind of moving on so we can get to Anthony Uh, Honestly, this Batman run um, It's one of my favorites Uh, You can actually get uh, Batman Rest in Peace Batman the Black Glove They come in two separate volumes Uh, Right now, I got them in the hardbacks um, Because I got them through uh, Kind of a cheap website Where you can get them pretty much almost like 50% off
2: Promote it, man
1: Uh, Um cheapgraphicnovels.com, I think it is, mm-hmm. and I got the other one from uh, what's the other one? InStockTrades.com. Yeah. So, uh, if you're a comic book fan, you want You don't want to spend the money on the individual issues. That's fine. Uh, you can get them for a good price and it's a good book. Uh, they even have it in the paperback now, which is even, you know, a little bit less expensive than that. So, uh, good artists in it, uh, through the whole way through, you know, maybe except for one kind of weird issue. <laughs> other than, honestly, other than that one issue, the rest of the books, uh, it's good. It, it's really good. It's really cool. Good story. Uh, if you like kind of like weird and the freaking, you know, the badass Batman, you're going to fucking love it. Indeed.
0: And Batman uh, and the Son is yeah, one of my man. favorite Batman yes Yeah, give it They're a shot. Really
4: a... I need to read that. I haven't read any of Grant Morrison's Batman. Yeah, I it. think you'll
0: love it. It's maybe one of Grant Morrison's best periods, I think.
1: You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. fucking A. And uh, give it a shot, man. I loved it. Cool. And it was... I hope you guys will read it and love it, too. Thanks
2: for hyping it, dude. Yeah. We love okay. it. Let's go to the fantasy land, which is Felly, <laughs> aka well, Mega Sex One.
1: Well, we're gonna head to, aka a K- t- Tauntaun, aka uh, Omnibus. Well,
4: Omnibus here, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna travel to a kind of an Omnibus. I don't know if you
1: can call it that. It's a fucking Omnibus. It's two, almost two inches thick. I'm <laughs> yeah, not talking about his
0: dick. <laughs> should never be that thick. <laughs> we're gonna. <laughs>
2: Anthony's dick was in the Guinness Book. And then the lady told him to get his dick out of the book.
4: (laughs) Hey, that book was nice and smooth, man. Felt like a little apple pie right there. Dude, they do have nice pages. (laughs) Well, those paper cuts made me regret it. Crickets. Anyway, (laughs) um.
2: Anthony, at the tip of Anthony's dick, it just looks like a little vagina. (laughs) (laughs)
4: They got sliced
3: in half. Well,
2: John Hopkins, I'm on my way.
1: I'm on my way to John Hopkins, I baby. <laughs> I didn't know urethra could
2: stretch.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of fantasy lands, it I, looks like duck lips, uh,
2: <laughs> I mean visited Duckville. Uh. Anthony Fernandez, okay. hit it.
4: Go I already, visited man. a Come post-apocalyptic on. world. Um, I've been on a Judge Dredd kick.
2: Awesome, who, man. Who loves Judge Dredd here? I love Judge Dredd. J-
4: I love Judge Dredd. You worry about you, Maddie.
0: You love Judge Dredd. Just do this. thing. Hmm? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love Judge Dread. Okay, so I've been buying. Uh, they've been wait, hey, wait, wait, really quick. One of my favorite metal bands, Anthrax, actually has a song called "I Am the Law" because they're big Judge Dread fans. Awesome. Oh no, shit! I gotta <laughs> yeah, listen I to
4: that. So, so Judge Dread, um, they've been reprinting here in the U.S. the uh, complete case files, which starts from chronologically his earliest stories, and we have now seven volumes. In the U.K., they've been printing those; they're up to volume twenty-three. Because Judge Dredd, what a lot of people don't know, is they're published weekly in 2080, 2080, which is a British science fiction comic collection, and there's also Judge Dredd magazine, which is published monthly. And uh, I read Volume 5, and what's cool about these Judge Dredd stories is that mostly you can read them as standalones, and they're not very long. They're only about four pages long and that type of thing. So... Um, Usually they're mostly standalone or a couple parts long So usually that's maybe 16 pages Because they're 4 pages in length Right. And I picked up Volume 5 And uh, there's a lot of standalones But the reason I picked up Volume 5 is because it has the What is considered one of the greatest Judge Dredd stories now it's a story in like When Harry st- Met Sally <laughs> Judge Dredd uh, That was actually the Judge Dredd 1995 okay. film Because they added a romantic subplot to it um, What's the name of it? Judge Dredd Oh the, the storyline? Yeah it's, it's called Block Mania and the Apocalypse War So think of it as like how they did Trinity War Leading into Forever Evil Okay That type of thing So the basic gist of it is uh, it's at the end of this volume, Volume 5. Block Mania starts with a lady getting uh, literally an ice cream thrown at her. She gets pissed. So if you've seen the Dread movie, they live in mega blocks, which are basically little cities in themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And basically in the book, it describes that blocks occasionally go at war with each other. And this lady starts a war because she got an ice cream thrown at her, and she leads her block after the other block. Well, things start getting worse, and almost, you know, the entire north side of Mega City 1, which is where Judge Dredd is set, starts warring. A civil war ensues on it, and shit hits the fan, baby. Shit hits the fan. Shit's needy. (laughs) So they start going to war with each other, and um, the south side gets infected, and they find that Judge Dredd finds out. Excuse me. That there's something. i <laughs> getting choked up. <laughs> I am getting choked up because it gets it gets cool. That something is causing these people to act crazy, and it's something in the water. So the weather in Megacity One is controlled by like this weather center. It controls the weather, causes rain, that type of thing. Judge Dredd goes up there and he encounters an assassin called Orlok from uh, the Soviet Union. And he's putting something in the water, and his main plan is he's going to cause it to rain, and he puts something. It's what's causing the blocks to war. Something was put in the water systems in the north and south. You find out that Orlok was hired by the Soviet Union to cause this as a distraction. And the Soviets start nuking Mega City 1, which leads into the Apocalypse War.
2: Fucking Soviets,
4: man. Yeah, Soviet. Well, you could tell what time frame this is written. Fucking
1: Zangiefs, man. <laughs> Mega City One.
4: <laughs> so that's the end of. Prepare to be judged. That's the end of uh, Block Mania. Now we're in the Apocalypse War, and basically, all kinds of fucked up. Everyone does fucked up shit in this story. Basically, the Soviets start nuking parts of Mega City One. Gets. This, Gets destroyed in the apocalypse war. I would say the death toll is in close to maybe even a billion people.
3: In Damn. This
4: yeah, that's uh, it. Well, maybe even higher because <laughs> Luke kills that many people each time he jacks up and comes on his
2: wall. <laughs> <laughs> There's a billion people <laughs> again. A billion personalities, so crying <laughs>
0: out, then suddenly snuffed out by a bottle of Windex. Well, maybe the apocalypse,
4: war, <laughs> oh, yeah. I think the apocalypse war was based on Luke's masturbation. So Maybe it was. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what the joke was about. Yeah, I <laughs> took off a whole day of work just to masturbate. <laughs> so, the apoc- so they start nuking parts of... Um, Mega City 1 and uh, shit starts hitting the fan. Well, um, Judge Dredd is like, let's retaliate back. So they launch these uh, nuclear missiles, which they launch. They spread into, like, 25 missiles each. So he sends, like, eight of them, so that's a couple hundred missiles right I there. I that. And what the Soviets do is they set up a force field, and they can't penetrate it, but the missiles get absorbed in the fucking force field that they go to another dimension and it's this peaceful planet with all these farmers and you see there's a great image of that planet just cracking in half because of these missiles. So, I mean, like, literally billions of people die in this story.
1: So that's where the billions come in? Is, like, when they basically go to different dimensions, too? Like, where the... The death toll goes much higher
4: beyond that. This is early on in the story. This is like in the fourth part of fucking the apocalypse war. A whole planet blows up.
2: The apocalypse, man. Yeah,
4: right here. Case in point. Indeed, I'm showing Maddie the uh, image of it right well, now. You know, it's not the fucking
1: Boston <laughs> Tea Party where they just fucking threw tea in the water and shit.
2: Is that what they did? I thought somebody
1: set two bombs and, oh, maybe that's not funny. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs>
4: there goes our iTunes account.
3: <laughs>
4: so, that, that basically happens. So Judge Dredd is doesn't know what to do at this point. Everyone's kind of going crazy. Everyone's still f- suffering from the block mania. Um, and then basically he's like, "Let's start warring back." It's a desperate struggle. He ta- I forgot the main judge, but the Soviet Union also has their judges, and their head judge is what's leading the uh, the uh, leading uh, the, the attack. Apocalypse? Yeah, leading okay. the apocalypse war. Um,
2: Wait, they- so that judge is in Mega City?
4: He's not there yet, but he he comes into play later. Okay. He, they talk through like a like an intercom, him and in Dredd. So he's still in the Soviet Union. So this so all kinds of shit happens. The chief judge actually gets injured. And he's, you know, in critical condition. Well the Soviets captured the chief judge. And they do surgery on him, and they program him to say basically, "Well, you judges need to give up and fucking you know surrender to the Soviets." Well, Judge Dread doesn't take that. S- breaks. Fuckin a. He, Fuck yeah. He breaks into the studio where they're filming him, and he kills the chief judge. He assassinates his boss. And he didn't assassinate his boss. He
1: judged. Yeah, he judged his boss. Boss. So, hey, quick question. Yeah. When you read Judge Dredd, what's the voice that you hear? Do you hear Carl Urban's, or do you hear Stallone?
0: I hear Urban. Do you hear
1: Urban? I oh, hear, I hear football, Urban, huh?
0: too. Yeah. Oh, no. when, I, when I saw that
1: movie, I just felt like... Either answer would have been cool, judge, yeah. I, 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 actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I couldn't get it out. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> just, I had to know. It's
4: totally cool. So, the war continues. Many judges die. The death toll goes up. Um, there's a sequence where... You know, Judge Dredd, I would not call him a hero in the sense of anything. There is a scene where he captures a group of Mega City 1 collaborators, and they basically uh, make like, you know, those pits like the Nazis did where they executed people, and he puts those collaborators in the pits and executes them that style. So he does a lot of fucked up shit, but here's the worst part. Towards the end, they come up with a desperate plan. They're like, you know, Mega City One's lost. What do we do? Judge Dredd takes a group of uh, judges, including Judge Anderson from the movie, Judge Hershey and a few others, and they—they're like from the Stallone movie. Yeah,
2: Judge Hershey. Sandra Bullock. Um,
4: Diane, Diane Lane. Lane.
2: Diane Lane. Demolition Man. You think uh, Demolition Ma- Man? I'm mixing up two of the coolest movies of all time. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Rob Schneider was in both of them, though was. Maybe that's how I mix <laughs> yeah. it up. Mark, in. Mark in. Yeah, damn. So, they're like, let's, the let's take the war to Same. them. So they break into a silo. And that's where they're launching their nukes. And the Soviets def- they shut down the shield in the silo. And the Soviets... <laughs> <laughs> and the Soviet judge, basically, you know, Judge Dredd puts him on the intercom. He says, "You know what? You fucking bomb my city. I'm gonna do the same to you." So, because he shut you, down the defenses, Doc. Judge Dredd, with no remorse, snuffs out Soviet Meg- mega city one and Mega he nukes- sex One. He <laughs> totally kills Mega One. <laughs> mega Sex One. Soviet Mega City One, and he bombs it, nukes it. And it's wiped, it basically, the comic book says it's wiped off the map. Well, they attempt to escape, Judge Dredd gets captured, um, they put him, all the judges on this torture device, um, one of the, the main, the main villain's, uh, henchmen, he treats him like shit to the point where he makes this guy, you know, this guy failed him, he makes him play Russian roulette once a day. (laughs) That's (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's awesome <awful. laughs> That sucks dude. Yeah he makes him play How many days Does he live Like two days Well he
4: lives two days But he decides To betray his boss And he frees Judge Dredd Because he makes him Play Russian roulette Every day <laughs> <laughs> And that's one thing About Judge Dredd You gotta consider There's some fucking Funny shit They're very satirical
0: In a lot of ways Well you know British humor is dry And, and mm-hmm. it's I love British comics Some of my favorite Transformers comics Are actually British really? Transformers comics so. Are they pretty Humorous or? Uh, again, there's dry humor, but I do, the thing I love about a European approach to comics is they don't care about it being gritty and shitty. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. They'll throw it all at you, and it's kind of cool.
4: Yeah, that's how Judge Dredd feels. It feels gritty, but it feels, like, really off the wall and weird at times. So, yeah. Just to close out the apocalypse war, he escapes, and then Judge Dredd, they kill all the judges, and they have a final confrontation with that main Soviet judge. He kills him, and then uh, his henchman comes back, the one that saved him. He says, we're going to discuss terms of peace, and basically it shows the aftermath, and it, that's how volume five of this but close. There's a new uh, lead judge, new chief. Well, judge. what does the lead judge think of what what he did? He thinks it's justice.
3: Yeah. Eye okay. for an
4: eye, because that's how Judge Judge, judge, judge Dread thinks. I was gonna say Judge Judge, judge Dread. He thinks like that. It's eye for an eye. You nuke my city, I'll nuke yours. Yeah. You betrayed us. Well, yeah, yeah that's how he
2: thinks. But yeah. How
4: does whoever's judging him think? They agree with it Yeah Yeah they They agree with it They actually Think it's okay And there's kind of A sad scene Where a group Of the surviving judges Go to Mega East uh, The Soviet Mega City And they see it Just a fucking crater And they're like We're just gonna go To Mega City too." (laughs) And they just walk The cursed earth (laughs) So I really enjoyed it I think it's something A lot of people You know If you love the Dread movie I think these are something You should check out
2: there's and a, if you haven't seen the movie you should check that the out the movie's a fuck yeah, dude Carl
4: the way Judge Dredd talks he thinks everything in black and white you know it's no in between and that is very prevalent in the Dread film Carl Urban nailed who Judge Dredd is yeah because there's a scene in the beginning that I... It's not a big scene, but it's a scene that always I always... will never forget where they talk about Anderson, uh, Judge Anderson, and how she failed all her tests and stuff. And she, he goes, you either pass or you fail. It's that simple. There's no in-between.
2: Yeah. And he's like, why are they letting her in? So... Because she did fail in the beginning, but mm-hmm. as... She's a psychic, yeah. And they they value that, so they wanted to test out and do. You, what did you call them? The tests that they have to go okay. through.
4: Okay, so in the comic book, there you here's the training. Here's the training in the Judge Judge Dredd yeah. War that a judge
2: has There's to go through. There's two regiments they go yeah. by, isn't it?
4: Yeah, they train for 15 years. They're actually taken when they're five years of age. They either are tested genetically to see if they can handle it, and or they're cloned. One or the other. They're taken at five years of age and put in fifteen years of rigorous training. At twelve years of a uh, uh, twelve years of training, they are put into the hot dog run. The hot dog run is a. There's the cursor, which is the world outside of the Mega City, where it's apocalyptic
2: waste. That's what you see in the Stallone the movie, where yeah. a, a judge is done yeah. being a judge, and they get sent out. They have to mm-hmm. live in that. And you going to kill him, Paul? <laughs> yeah, it's stuck with hillbilly, like yeah. mutated.
4: That's Those are actually characters from the comics, too. The Angel Gang. They're actually in the comics. Too. I love the way they do yeah. them in the yeah. Stallone movie. Yeah, they look awesome. They look like they do in the comics, so... They're part of it. The the cursor has everything. There's mutants, ghosts, demons, there's everything.
2: They have goats? Ghosts. Oh. <laughs> I was that's like, it can't, can't be cool. that bad <laughs> if they have goats. Dude, but goats can provide milk, clothing, meat, mm-hmm. rides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> milk does a body good. Weird sideways pupils. <laughs> <laughs> Decapitated satanic head clothing. <laughs> Dude, that's if you're so in creepy. Ghosts are the most useful
1: of animals. Those eyes are so creepy. I know, they're freaking the fuck out.
4: So, they go on this hot dog run. It's two senior judges. There's a whole story about it. I won't go and do it. But they go and do it. You will. No, I'm not, because I have more to talk about about in this volume. There's two judges. They go on this run. They take about eight cadets and then um, they judge them on how they handle the situation in the cursor. It's not just a run it's actually a case that may take them out there they'll make sure they take them out. Is it like the cannonball run? Yeah, you could say that and then... Except
2: you can die
4: and in the story just real quick, I'm not no. going to go into detail except you can die. Yes, one cadet dies in the in the hot dog run story um, only two of the eight students pass the hot dog run and uh, Judge Dredd quotes at the end I must be getting soft at my old age because he let two pass. Yeah, because he—that's the most he's ever let pass. And how many went out there? Eight. Well, that's not a bad percentage. How well, many came <laughs> back? One died. There was one one fatality. One he dismissed midway through the hot dog run.
2: Did he de- dismiss him back to Mega City One? Yeah, or did t- he just leave him on his own.
4: He no he yeah he sent him back to Mega City One on his own.
2: Mad Max style. Man. Yeah.
4: And he did, he did that because uh, he says, you have to now face the judges. I guess he must have broken the law so badly that, he, you know, he broke the law literally. Yeah. So he sends him back. And then after the hot dog run, there's the street run, which is what the movie focuses on. It f- focuses on uh, Judge Anderson's street run. So... It's assumed that she did her hot dog run. Maybe I'm looking too much into it, and then assumed that she's doing her street run in the film. Well, they
2: mentioned that she has done something in the film. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe that was the hot dog one. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, there's a lot of cool stories in these. What's cool about the Judge Dredd stories, I would say too, is if you're looking for quick reads, aside from stuff like the Apocalypse War and such, these are the quickest reads you can get. They're four pages. Some stories are standalone. Even the three parters aren't bad because that's only 16 pages. And what's cool is you can jump in on any book.
2: I'll use your black and white too, yeah. so you yeah. won't get like a lot of vibrant color change.
4: Yeah, and I, I guess th- they present it
2: to you the way that he thinks. Yeah, you just get black and white. Yeah, that's, the style oh, that's cool. People. Yeah,
1: I think they are published in black and white. In- uh-huh. Do you know offhand a if uh, all of 2080 is presented in black and white, or is it just like Judge? Dredd I think it's either? just dread. Just track. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. Catchy.
4: And if you pretty it's, do
0: prints that way too. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and these are really good. I think the paper quality and such. You know, you have the Marvel Essentials and you have the DC Showcase. Usually, those quality. As much as I like those books, they're a cheap quality for a reason. This is actually seemingly, if you look at the quality of the paper, better quality paper. It.
2: It's like a goddamn
4: phone book, man. Yeah. yeah. Marvel's yeah. paper sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they do suck, but um, this. This collection's awesome, and, I mean, like I said, you could start on any volume, practically. There is a continuity, like, you know, with the new judge coming in, you know. There are events that they reference to, but not to the point where you have to understand them. And from what I—in the older stuff. From what I understand, though, they did a story called Chaos Day, and it's dealt with the ramifications of the Apocalypse War. Apocalypse War was probably published eighty one, eighty two. Chaos Day was published all of 2012. So, you know, and they mixed the ramifications of that, and they even mixed in Judge Death into the mix. Then, so.
2: Judge Death is awesome. Man.
4: Yeah. and One of had... the
2: first comics I got was a Judge Death comic.
4: Dude, his design is awesome, and it was, you know, he was created by Judge Dredd creator J- John Wagner and the great Brian Boland, which we all know from what, Maddie? Uh, God, sorry, uh, Killing Joke. Yeah, the Killing Joke. And... <laughs> what is Judge Death? Okay, so... There's actually another dimension where these judges became supernatural. and. Cinnabites, bud. They're pretty much <laughs> <centibites>. <laughs> Uh <laughs>
1: Explain Cinnabites for people okay. who maybe don't know. Okay. You do it. Uh, pinhead from Hellraiser. That's what, that's what they are. They're called Cinnabites. Yeah. yeah. Not Cinnabuns. Cinnabites. And they're neutral. They're not... Pfft,
4: they're not evil or anything like that. Would you say? Who? The Cenobites. They're not really. They're not really bad guys.
2: I think all they know is is pain. So to us, they would be bad guys. Yeah. But I don't think they see themselves as yeah. as, as vile enemies.
4: When I think of the Dark Judges, um, including Judge Death they are like that. So these four judges, I forgot the exact details, they became empowered supernaturally somehow, and they decided that chaos in their world was too much, so the only way to eliminate chaos was with death. So they killed off their entire world. And there are four dark judges. The most famous, of course, is Judge Death. Woohoo! And then there are three others. There's Judge Fire, (laughs) Judge Mortis, and Judge uh, (laughs) Judge Fear. And they... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: they look badass,
4: by the way Yeah, they are probably amongst the best design. I'm going to pass this around
2: Ryan Dude, Judge around. Death has always Since I was a little boy Made me think of the Queen Alien He does, and huh? He's got those teeth And I think that's why I got into him so much Because I'm such an Aliens fan That Judge Death, he he looks awful, man You don't want to bump into him He He's
4: interesting because he actually relies on Judge Mortis To be in the physical form Uh, Judge Mortis, what he'll do is he'll take a dead corpse and decay it. And that's the only way Judge Death can exist physically. Is within someone else's body? Yeah. So...
2: That's fucked up.
4: That is... They rely on each other, so... Uh, Judge Fire... He does... (laughs) It's fucking fire. He just... He, uh... things on fire. And then there's Judge Fear, who... Will cause whole places to panic. So... They're pretty badass. Um, what's cool, too, is their biggest enemy is not Judge Dredd. It's actually Judge Anderson. Is she a psychic in this as well? Yes, she is a psychic. Is she she is, is a psychic. Why she's their most mm-hmm. feared enemy? Yeah. In his first appearance, uh, Judge Death basically was in a corpse body, and it, the body got destor- destroyed. And in order to contain it, Judge Anderson had to take her in, into her body, and she went into a coma. And
1: Judge she, Death went into Anderson's yeah, body. Yeah, yeah, okay. he
4: had to contain her, and she had to contain him. I mean, and then at the beginning of the story, for some fucking reason, they put her on display in a in a fucking museum.
1: <coughs>
4: hey, maybe she's really hot. <coughs> I don't.
2: She was in the movie.
4: She was in the, yes, she okay. was in the movie. But and you saw these already, right? Fuck yeah. pussy. She was. <laughs> <laughs> she was gorgeous, man. Yeah. And she's got this top lip that
2: doesn't quite shape the really way most people's lips do. It's nice and rounded off. Oh, <laughs> Stop, dude. you get me all fucking worked up. My dude, bad, buddy. Indian Are you talking me?
0: about the chick from the Wendy's commercials again? Or? Yeah.
2: I like the dude. chick from the Wendy's commercials. Oh. If my old lady's not listening, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no suit for me. <laughs> so. <laughs> can
0: you spare a square? <laughs> oh, fuck. So. The three,
4: you know, Judge Death gets trapped. In this story, which is many issues later, um, the other judges, they come out and they trick this guy, saying, we'll save your wife. And uh, he breaks out Judge Anderson. Judge Death, you know, basically escapes in the spirit form. They take that guy's body, they kill him, and then they, you know, Judge Mortis decays him and turns into Judge Death. Um, Judge Anderson wakes up and she learns uh, how to defeat them. So, the end of the story, they actually go to the other judges' fucking dimension, and Anderson hears the souls of all the people they killed, and she defeats him by uh, using all their psychic energy and saying, we condemn you to death. And she releases a blast and defeats the four dark judges, but they have since returned though. So, um, that's Judge Death Dread. Basically, there's a lot more stories. There's a lot of, you know, they even had a story about reality TV before reality TV was even around. Yeah. So, I would highly recommend these if you're looking for something satirical. They are serious. They're not pure comedy. Uh, I would love you guys to read one of these volumes. I have, you know, one through seven. We're going to get eight this year. You can't, like, 23.
1: So Damn Why don't you make some friends From the guys from the UK It's not like they speak A different language Yeah And then just be like Hey mate You know send me some Fucking (laughs) volumes after 8 Right (laughs) Yeah we could do that I know a couple folks No I said Why don't you do that Yeah I could do that I don't want to
2: do all that work I'll do it (laughs) <laughs> but, hey, have you seen what they thought of the, the film that came out in 2012? The the film is universally
4: praised in the Judge Judge Dread fan base. There are some that say it takes itself too seriously, but I don't. And yeah. I'll tell I'll tell you why. Um, I think the scenes with Mama and the Mama Gang, that stuff is clan. serious. Yeah, the Mama Clan, that's all serious. And even the Judge Anderson, but the dread in that film is the satirical kind of, you know, deadpan humor dread that is in this comic that
2: John Wagner wrote. And he does have a few comedic mm-hmm. points yeah. in the
1: film. Yeah. I like when that kid when he uh I What is that, that kid tell Does that kid tell him? He goes, Freeze. He goes Why? <laughs> <laughs> and the kid goes, Why what? <laughs> Why should I freeze? <laughs> <laughs> And that's
4: that's exactly the type of humor you get in this in these series. John Wagner is a very good writer. He actually also r- is known for a, a famous graphic novel, uh, *History of Violence*, oh, yeah.
2: which they made into a film with Hugo Weaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've uh, never seen that. Not, uh, uh, not Hugo Weaving. Uh, Vigo Vigo, Vigo Martin. Yeah, yeah, Mortensen. It's a yeah. great film too.
4: Yeah, yeah. So really good film. he he wrote the graphic novel that that's based on, and he wrote he still writes Judge Dredd to this day. He wrote it from his creation in '79. He's still writing it.
1: Awesome, man. It'd be kind of cool to, like, if you ever went to the UK to go to a, a shop or whatever and pick up a 2000 AD. Like, yeah. Just get like yeah. a print right off the stand. That would be cool it's to be like. Uh, not that I would want to go to the UK just to do that, <laughs> but I mean, you know, if we ever went or something like you know, that. drive by go... a soccer stadium. Yeah. Out. I wonder
0: what they see in soccer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's football. It's <laughs> One last thing
4: too. <laughs> <laughs> that, remind, that reminds me, because of the weekly, like Luke said, you know, going to pick up a new 2080. They have a ton of artists. A lot of them are well-known artists. Um, the co-creator was uh, Carlos es- Esquerra. He's a Spanish artist. His only work has been really Judge Dredd, really. Um, the other artists are more well-known. Colin Wilson, who did some of the early Marvel, Star Wars comics. Uh, Brian, Brian Boland, who we know from The Killing Joke. Um, Mick McMahon, Alan, uh, Alan Grant. And then um, in later issues, uh, you would have uh, Steve Dillon, who would do Preacher.
1: So, yeah. A I lot think of Steve Dillon did some uh, Punisher Max, Punisher. right? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Did he do...
4: Um, Preacher, I thought he did, or is he did Punisher Preacher as well. But I Preacher think that's was... why they
1: had him
0: on, on Punisher because Preacher kind of, yeah, kind of the same kind of same feel. Yeah, so I like Punisher Max better. Me too. Yeah, and it's not as preachy. <laughs> and <laughs> I, and I er.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was a slow burn there for <laughs> a second. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slow and steady wins Yeah, Hell
4: yeah That's true So I'm I'm going to recommend uh, Judge Dredd Any of the complete case files I would I like five the best though Just because of the uh, Caliber of stories That is in there They and
2: like the, Seinfeld the, the, the evil judges too Yeah
4: D- Don't they look cool Their design panel.
2: They do look awesome yeah. And splash it is a, panel? Yeah wow. It's a two page splash Uh, What's that? We should post that, if we can, on the Facebook page when we get that going. Yeah. So people can see how cool it is. And make a lot of noise about this comic book and the movie so we can get a second movie. Uh, The movie that came out in 2012 didn't make as much as it cost, so they kind of wanted to just uh, toss the ideas of making anything else away. But... Correct me, Anthony, if I'm off, they did want to make additional movies if it did good enough. Mm-hmm. And now that it has the fan base that it does, they're kind of attempting to maybe want yeah. to get back into it.
1: Because it, uh, it gained steam after the DVD release. Yeah. Right. yeah. And if,
2: following. And if they do it, uh, the plan ahead of time was to have Judge Death by the third movie. Yeah, yeah. the original oh, plan
4: was to do... Um, I think the second movie was to do the origin storyline, which is a much later storyline, and then they were going to introduce Rico Dread, Rico Dread and Orlok, who Orlok was introduced in Blockmania. Yep. And then in the third film, introduce Judge Death and possibly the other three dark judges.
2: Well, guys, that's it for side A of this episode of Lit Off the Long Box. We'll take a brief moment and then we'll be back. Ladies, are you sick and tired of being part of the itty bitty titty fucking committee?
3: (laughs)
0: Hey ladies! Are you tired of everybody looking at all your friends' big tits and all your little alpha cup tits? Mm-hmm. Hey ladies! You know what time it is. It's time to pick yourself up a bottle of corn fedums. That's right with corn fedums, the nationwide craze. You drink a bottle of corn fedums brand corn syrup, and your tits are gonna get corn fed in no time. That's right. Every fucking guy you see is gonna wanna suck and fuck you to death. Our customers used to be self-conscious. Now they're self-confident. Let's hear it from some of our juice titted customers.
2: In high school, my A cups made me a D student. Now, my D cups get me A pluses.
1: I've only been on Corn Fettums for a week, and I can't keep my brother's hands off me. I've never come so hard. Thank you, Corn Fettums.
0: That's right, ladies. Your brother, your boss, your teacher, your sister's husband. They're all gonna go crazy with those fucking juice tits with corn fetoms this product not yet approved by the food and drug administration don't bullshit me bullshit bullshit
2: <laughs> bullshit bullshit
5: bullshit, bullshit. bullshit. You sell, it's all bullshit all of it ladies and gentlemen this is side b of get off the long Prepare to get you on DC 3 Flow On in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.
4: You know a song <laughs> that she tumbles herself of? down? What? That's Disney, that fucking song from Frozen. Let it go, or whatever. Let it go, dude. I've never seen Frozen, and I don't you know.
0: Well, you love that song? I
2: love that, don't I love it, that don't movie. Do it. Hey, lit off the long box, side B, DC free flow Fucking I say we go alphabetical Okay
4: Yeah. Let's talk about Frozen again, because that's <laughs> a totally DC universe Alphabetical
1: order as far as our names are concerned Yeah, so should A-J-L-M. Anthony be J
2: L M. Well, is he Anthony, is he or is he Magus, is he Who do you want to be tonight?
4: I want to be
0: God Oh, G still begins with you, man. (laughs) Go go ahead and take it. Let's totally ruin the tempo by having Anthony start. I know, (laughs) (laughs) DC Free Flow, what's What's on your mind? What's on your mind? (laughs) Anthony. Hey, man, he
4: had
1: friends. Okay, um... (laughs) Oh, <laughs> crickets. We're going to enter crickets right there
4: Well actually you, just, just you were so laughing you You're the only one that didn't laugh
2: <laughs> Take two, DC Free Flow Anthony, what's we, on your mind?
4: We are not editing that out because it was funny um, <laughs> Okay, so with DC Free Flow well, the DC Universe is a very vast place. It's more than Batman and Superman. Wouldn't you guys agree? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, all the supporting characters to Batman and Superman. Like
4: Lois <laughs> Lane and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alfred. <The townhouse. laughs> Alfred. I vote that Alfred gets his own book. Batgirl. It would be Alfred filling. Gets his own you know, what, with the way that? they that did, uh. The <laughs> 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 oh, shit.
2: <laughs> working on Batman, Washing the Batmobile? Pitch <laughs> your feet up while the Wayne's dead and Bruce is gone someplace. Do whatever the fuck you want in this mansion. He probably get, just gets escort
0: after
1: escort. You know, nobody's ever done anything like that. What's, like, or have you ever seen anything like that? Like, because, you know, they do, like, on the YouTube, they do fucking shit about everything. Eh. But they've never done anything, like, once, yes, Master Bruce, and then he leaves, and then, like, you ever show, know like, what Alfred does besides being behind the computer. Like, do you think he's like, jerks off on, in every one of the rooms in Wayne Manor? Well, yeah. that's what
2: Luke thinks he does. What do you think he does, Anthony?
4: He's probably doing things that are important, <laughs> like what? Name, know? dude. That's a lame I, answer. I, I honestly C- think
0: that he just works on things uh, like like field medicine or something for yeah. Batman and okay. stuff like that. That I mean, he's like really devoted to duty, and then of course he takes care of that place too. Oh, yeah. Maddie slowed down yeah. the comedy yeah. angle.
2: Yeah. Right. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should have went yeah. this <laughs> way. <right>? No, no. <laughs> he <laughs> went the
4: really right wing on that one. But I'm talking more. Let's go back to what I initially said, though. I was mostly talking about, like, your Booster Gold, your Flash, those guys.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Booster Gold and Flash in the same sentence? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, <laughs> what's yeah. wrong with Booster Gold? I don't have a
1: problem. You know why I like Booster Gold?
0: Because Dan Juergens. Actually, I think it's Jurgens. That's, like, his baby. And uh, it, it's wanna, his character.
1: You want to hear something kind of cool? What? This uh year, September of 2014, they're doing a bunch of one-shots in September again with those, uh, what do you call them? The 3D covers, right? Yeah. Well, one of the 3D covers is Booster Gold. Oh yeah. And for, who's guess who's doing it? Justice
0: League of America. Dan Jurgens. Dan Jurgens is doing it. Awesome dude. Yeah. He, well, no, my he's favorite did, uh... Superman drawing. Yeah. Is probably him. Is it the Man of Steel The
2: old Man of Steel?
0: No, it's uh, actually like
2: the death of like that's it. Uh, okay. Dude, yeah, that last issue 75. Yeah. Uh, the splash pages, because the book is nothing but splash pages yeah. by the time it gets to this final thing. Splash pages. The detail in the helicopters that Lois is hanging out of in the city, all that stuff. its He is awesome, man. I think he's a name that gets forgotten. Hopefully not now, dude. Yeah. I don't like Booster Gold. Well, I don't know shit about him, so maybe New Fifty Two will make me a fan of him.
0: I've read a couple issues where he was kind of cool. Yeah, but he's he's definitely not. Watch the Justice League Unlimited episode. I think uh, handled
1: by the right person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we said the same thing about Aquaman, but actually Mm -hmm. the guy bringing Booster Gold back into the DC universe of the New Fifty Two is gonna be Jeff Johns. Oh well. He's not getting his own book, run, but yeah, Johns work. is actually bringing him kind of into the fold, so handled well. Hey, fucking A. Booster Gold. Booster Gold. Booster Gold. But I, and but with that, you know, we're going to end the show with uh, <laughs> See you guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: we're done. This is the last episode of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to see how long Anthony can drag that out. No, I wasn't intending to drag it no. out. It was an assumption. Okay. Luke makes assumptions. Crickets. Anyway, um.
2: (laughs) You gotta know what a crumpet is to understand a cricket. I do. So, you were saying Flash and Booster Cold. Well, uh, like Legion of
4: Superheroes and all, you know, Wonder Woman universe and whatever. Swamp Thing, So, what about it, though? Just they, they get overlooked. Yeah. Well.
0: Because the DC universe is a very big place. It is. I think you gotta be a DC nerd to get that, but, uh,. I mean, of course, DC is going to spend all their money. You know, it's like a high school spends all their money on the football and baseball team because, you know, like that's what's going to bring it. They don't up. care about the audio yeah. And visual. Yeah, yeah when,
2: when swimming is the one that you get to see all the camel toe in. It's stupid. <laughs> Beautiful
0: camel toe. And he's not joking. That's talking about boy, butt camel toes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) That was gross, man. I'm I'm just saying they're gonna spend all the money on on Superman and Batman first because that's that's all the money. (laughs) You know, that's all. Well, I mean, ultimately, I mean, you know, they they do have to
1: bring in money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, if they're not bringing in money. They're not going to be able to publish books. So, I mean, let's, you know, let's just kind of be honest Well, you got Shazam, too.
2: That honesty is depressing, though.
1: It is. It is very fucking depressing. I mean, I wish we did live in a world where you could be like, you know, art was, it didn't depend on, I sound fucking gay, art, where artistability, blah, 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 (laughs) I just made that up, artistability. Uh, Like it didn't They didn't have to bring in So much money You know what I mean Yeah Like kind of like A big example of uh, Of that is uh, Frankenstein Age in the Shade Exactly Started out with New 52 But because it didn't sell A lot of books You know That's You know Those are one of the titles That gets You know Axed Yeah And you're like Fuck Cause it was really good Well they kept him though
2: But yeah It's not as good They kept him in JLD. He's in, yeah, he's in Justice League Dark. They did the same thing with Animal Man. He's yeah. in. What's that book called now? United?
4: Unlo- United. Yeah. And Justice
2: it came League, out yeah. this week. Which is. Which is issue 0. Which is. Uh,
1: the third week of April of 2014. Yep. I don't know the exact day that it came out, but it was last week, I believe. I didn't like the pencils in it. No, they're not. I, I have it's, to agree. Uh, the guy's name's Macomb. Oof. Speaking of
0: pencils, when you guys are done, I got some shit all over. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just go to that, man. Well, no, I mean Luke was talking. I just uh, no, to I mean I kind of arc. agree
1: with Jess. It's it's uh, I don't know, man. For if you're going to put Jeff Lemire on Justice League United, which if nobody knows who Jeff Lemire is, you're fucking under a rock
2: especially if you read comic books because he's done such things as as
1: green arrow he's, he's taken over green arrow in the new 52 he's a good artist and what we're, i think what we're mostly talking about is new 52 dc so issue 17 green arrow he just finished animal man yeah. and he's kind of one of their big guys um kind of like coming up he, you know him scott snyder yeah. but uh and then he was taking over justice league of america which has turned into justice league united and um yeah man i, I was just like i was kind of hoping because with green arrow he has sorrentino as his artist and his co-plotter i guess what they call it and it's fucking awesome
2: it is awesome
1: yeah there you go fucking jesse jesse have you read any of the green arrow issues Meta?
2: no
0: that's the thing i've no? been, uh, yeah sorry um I know Anthony I mean, I've lost yeah. a few, more than a few lots on eBay. Because <laughs> I, I want to get the beginning, but I want the single issues. Well,
4: Jesse's missing an issue, you borrow and I went in to go get him an issue, but some guy came in and bought every single Green Arrow thing at our local comic shop. And not just New 52, but...
1: Well, I mean, that's good. Because, I mean, comics are getting bought off the shelf. Yeah. yeah not good for, good for Jesse, but I not mean... For, <laughs> uh, <laughs> collectors but yeah you should have that day you should have put it in your box
0: I we'll know. definitely get him one but Jeff Lemire rules right Jeff Lemire is a very good writer
1: and then yeah. you know when I flipped through this Justice League United I don't know man it, it looked it looked weak
2: it was butt cheeks bud
1: yeah it's it, you know uh, and I know this McCone was a uh, Marvel artist mm-hmm. before and how they advertised it was like superstar artist you know uh, whatever the fuck his first name is McCone So I was kind of looking, I was like, alright, alright. And then I was like,
2: eh. It looked like a little kid's book, man. Like, fucking Caillou. Yeah.
1: I bought the first...
4: Well, I'm gonna get it, the book, but the artist... I'm gonna get the
1: first couple issues. Yeah, read read it it
0: and see how the...
1: See how the story goes. If it's like, eh, I'm probably gonna cut it. Now, Batman Eternal, the first three issues,
4: are a complete different story.
1: Oh, hold on one second. Before we get to that, Matty was gonna shit all over something.
0: (laughs) Well, it's... So like the a it's a hot button thing, kind of like Batman Eternal. Uh, dude, me and me and Jesse were looking through it's uh, Jesse and I. Well, you know, whatever. I mean, <laughs> 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 Jesse and I were perusing
1: <laughs> perusing peru- Superman Pussy. number thirty, <laughs> which is
0: an awesome issue. And uh, at the back of it, there's a I know where big, this is going. paid page ad that says Ramita is coming.
2: Yeah, and all on the book Batman. and the title.
0: It is oh, like, fuck. I fuck, that Superman. up. Superman. Dude, Cut that uh, out. Like, like, the body of Superman is okay, the legs suck, and then his head, like, he looks like Steven Tyler or something. Like, he has, like, no chin, like, just, like, big, giant upper lip. Like,
2: I think he actually he looks, looks like, uh, I think he looks like fucking Steven Bolin. Okay. Is it Baldwin? Stephen Baldwin. Yeah, excuse the fuck out of me.
0: The dude from Backdraft. Because I was no, just no, agreeing William with Baldwin. you
1: because I was like, I have no idea who that is.
2: Stephen Baldwin was in Biodome. Okay, that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. His highlight movie. He's this <laughs> sort
1: of a chubby Baldwin brother.
0: Right. Like,
2: even chubbier than... Alec no, Man he was in Usual Suspects. Sorry. He's in Usual Suspects. He looks just like him in Usual Suspects.
0: Okay. His
2: face is... Uh,
0: right and it just looks like it's smeared or something
2: you know and it comes at the highlight of what plot is going to be it sucks because jeff johns is going to make superman fucking awesome again cuz not jeff- that it hasn't been awesome since new 52 he hit it's been doing nothing but climax you had
4: george perez yeah, yeah. yeah and you and know what george and perez. perez and Juergens too dan you george i know i know a l- I'm probably in the minority in this group, but Perez is like one of my favorite artists of all time. He's up there, and one of my my favorite covers is Superman number one, new fifty two, because that's a Perez cover. Yeah, yes. But I think he was
1: writing some of the first Mm -hmm. issues. I don't think he was drawing them.
2: He was writing with the covers. No, he drew
4: with the covers. Yeah, 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 he
1: drew some of them. Mm -hmm.
4: That is probably his second best Superman drawing. His first best is Jesse knows where I'm going with it. Why
2: don't you tell him, Jesse? No, you let me have it, dude. You you gotta tell him. I got my legs wide open, and <laughs> okay. I'm waiting for you, buddy. Let okay. me have it.
4: The best one is JLA Avengers number four, where Superman shows the Marvel characters that they're his bitches. And he's he, holding? He's holding Captain America's shield and, and Thor's hammer. Okay. And
2: nobody can hold Shulner. that thing.
4: How do you say it? Shulner? Molnir. Molnir. Yeah, he's, he hold, he gets the hammer, hammer in the book. And he gets the whole Captain. I thought I was gonna show. Say,
2: he
1: gets the hammer in the ass. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well hey, what I what I was saying was that it sucks that now that Geoff Johns is on the book, he's gonna make that book so cool and Romita's gonna get credit for how cool of a plot Superman's gonna be.
1: I don't know, because yeah, it's always gonna be oh dude. Jeff Johns and John Reader's run On Superman
2: It's so cool Yeah, dude It's gonna suck to say that But we'll be saying it it. You know we will
0: Now, now, you know what? They could've done to remedy that Get Gary Frank on the book and Yeah, yeah. they they, they could've And that's the thing Like, I know for a fact That I'm not gonna like his Superman No matter what Because I'm sure I'll love the story Because I love Jeff Johns Just like you guys do But, uh I'm a huge Spider-Man fan Huge And dude the one time I had money to subscribe to Spider-Man, where no matter what, yeah, if I, I could make it to the comic before. shop, it was always in the mailbox. You know what? Was when he was doing a really long run on Amazing, and it fucking sucked. And to his defense, I mean, the stories suck, too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> To his what? defense, he sucks as an individual. <laughs> <laughs> to his defense, he totally sucks. No, here's the thing. John Romita Jr. is awesome. But he's, he's only awesome in certain areas. I kind of like his X-Men, but I don't love it. Well, that's what I'm going to argue Punisher with. You.
4: I will say, his x that's where he excels. He draws one of the best Wolverines. His Wolverine is spot yeah, on. His Wolverine is pretty sweet. He dude. can draw, his style is suited towards Wolverine.
0: You know who can draw, draw yeah. an even better Wolverine? Who? Jim Lee. <laughs> of course, but you know what I mean, he's, though. No, I know what you're saying. I'm just saying, yeah. uh, you know, show me a good X-Men drawing by John Romita, and I'll, I'll show you an awesome yeah. one by Sylvester, yeah. Jim Lee. Ooh. Ooh. Butter, <laughs> right? I've even seen some good Liefeld X-Men drawings before.
4: I don't know if I'd go that far, but <laughs> oh no! Every, everybody likes L- to
0: hate Liefeld now, but back then people were buying his books. I it? saw a
2: couple things that Liefeld did on X-Force. It, it looked like he was. In the schooling of Jim Lee. Yeah,
0: it's it's later on when he starts doing Captain America and shit. That's Captain America. Like, oh, with tits. dude, with
2: huge, tits. <laughs> huge
0: shits. Although I'll say this, one of the shittiest things I've ever seen him do, I still kind of like it, is when he does. Uh, I want to say it's New Mutants number 88 or something like that. Is the first appearance of Deadpool, and Deadpool looks really cool, but he's he's like so tall dude and it's like he doesn't understand proportions depth or something and
1: sh- like depth proportions stuff like that
0: yeah i mean his like like from his ankle up to like his calf muscle is like three feet long <laughs> i mean it feels that way anyway but anyway uh, back to ramita um i love him man Punisher Warzone. war zone awesome if you guys want to check it out you punish know, you know, batman uh, Punisher Batman and you know he's on that because of Punisher Wars. his mode. run
4: on Wolverine was good too few uh, about a decade ago you know once again dude I yeah. mean he he does yeah. good
0: X-Men but I mean I, I think where he his home is is stuff like Punisher yeah but we're talking about Superman dude he yeah, is not no yeah, well that and that's why I'm why he and I and everybody are illustrating this long point is like there are certain places where he's home to and I'm sorry, but (laughs) you know what? And I think Superman is not one of them, dude.
1: And I think it falls into kind of like what we were talking about a second ago about bringing in readers as well to buy the book. Mm -hmm. As far as maybe they were like, "Hey, we're fucking putting Jeff Johns on Superman. What better than putting Jeff Johns?" And there's people at Marvel who are Marvel readers who are like, "Oh fuck, I'm gonna get Superman," and they're gonna draw in people that you know predominantly just you know buy their marvel books because of him you got to which add- is unfortunate that it's like that mm-hmm. I'm but it's business i'm yeah. opening yeah. up yeah. my my mind to be like you know it's jeff john so i'm gonna we're gonna get it no matter what yeah i'm gonna you get it mean? too but
4: you gotta add to let me add something to luke's point too as well you gotta consider romina has done all his career at marvel the only d c work he's ever done was the Punisher batman crossover from nineteen ninety six hmm. that is it that is the only d c and that is, that's not even technically a pure d c work I recall it's, his batman
0: looks pretty cool i never not seen my favorite batman. batman image in the world but pretty <clears throat> cool is it so would you agree Jesse or no I, I mean you know more about it than me
2: i do i like the way it looks i uh I'm checking in my phone now, because I think I may have a photo to show you guys off of that book.
4: Of the Romita Batman. But I
2: I liked it, and I I like it because Punisher and Batman both fit into that blocky style. Yeah. Uh, And Batman, he doesn't have a face, you know, so who gives a shit if if you have faith in him being a guiding light? He doesn't have a face, he's in a cowl. Uh, But the man is still, dude, you have to be able to look at him and see hope you have yeah. to be able to tell that he is the guy that you can believe what he has to his say his chin looks weird and ramita yeah, is not doing I mean, that that's yeah. the thing too man he is the man of still he's tough as fuck which means his chin has to be able to take a hit and ramita's giving him this small little woody off at disney chin it's... I don't know, man. I think it's... Because I
1: would have rather them taken... Because uh, Superman Wonder Woman, the Superman Wonder Woman book right now... By Tony S. Daniel. By Tony S. Daniel. I would have rather them see them kind of taken Tony S. Daniels off of there. Because Tony S. Daniels, Superman, and his Batman, I think... Awesome. I, honestly, Tony S. Daniels, period, overall... He's pretty balanced, every, He's pretty balanced yeah. in anything he's drawn. So th- I don't think there's one thing that he's just, you know, kind of like a... Uh, a niche, But I think he, he can draw pretty much anything. But his Superman is fucking awesome. Dude, that issue of he action. He looks really you, yeah. You know who really drew a strong. funny
4: Superman, too? And I hate to say this because this is an artist I always suck his dick. <laughs> even though he's dead. Kirby.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Kirby drew a weird Superman. Because Kirby, if you think about it, his style is a little blocky, too.
0: Yeah. And especially for the time. Yeah, know. especially I mean, for... Everything me. is curves back then. You know.
4: but, well,
0: as the, far as drawing is concerned, anyway.
4: The thing that was cool about Kirby's work, though, was that it was he was very good at emphasizing action. Like, his action sequences were just, boom, excellent. But his
1: Superman's a little... It's a little funny, yeah. So maybe, I'm, I mean, I'm hoping maybe... I'm guessing that's why they probably brought Remedy in, which is, uh, not to say that everything he but uh, maybe these images are... I don't want to say nothing like the book will look like, but maybe it's just like, you know... They're like, hey, throw a fucking splash page together so we can advertise you coming.
2: I can't believe Luke is saying this <laughs> He's attempting to give us hope in Ramita, but he mm. will not flinch once on the Affleck playing Batman case. <clears throat> um. Okay, okay. That's funny you bring up
0: that. I'll, I don't want to talk how about, about that let's do because this. I know that Luke has something to say. But I'm just going to say really quick. I'm a, I'm actually a supporter of Affleck as that How about me let's too. do this? I'll give a glimmer <laughs> of hope. You, I Razo? Have. Jesse Razo?
1: I'll give this much hope if you guys give that much hope. Well, our, for Amita I'll give it hope because Superman. Jeff John's Well, let it, let me yes. end this real quick. <laughs> let me end this discussion real quick
4: because we're going to do a whole fucking episode on this. On the, on the subject of Affleck as Batman and Man of Steel coming up in the next few weeks. Yeah. So, we'll leave the discussion at that. Fair
2: enough? Yeah. Yeah, we weren't going anywhere else. I was just... <laughs> yeah. Hey, quick question, though. I don't know if any of this... And this does have to do with, I think, Man of Steel 2. Okay. Nobody knows what Man of Steel 2 is going to be yet, so that's why I'm saying I think. Mm-hmm. But this is what's in the news, okay? hmm I want to know what you guys think that... Speculation is that Aquaman is going to show up. Now, speculating also online is who is going to play Aquaman. And it seems like the two speculations at this point look like they may be Matt Damon. And it might be Jason Moa, the guy that played Conan. Okay. I'm so, gonna... l- let's let's begin with Anthony. Out of the two, do you see any of them being Aquaman? And if you do, which one is it?
4: Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Momoa for a couple reasons. Matt Damon, if they cast him, I'm sure he can do a good job, but I don't see him in the part. You know, he's kind of like a nice guy in a lot of his movies. And with the exception of Elysium and fucking The Departed. You know, yeah, well, I think they're going yeah. for that. Well, dude, in
2: Elysium, in he's a, a, big yeah, yeah. he is a
0: big dude too. He's a big dude in the born Supremacy and all that. I think that's kind of what they're shooting for.
4: But Momoa, if you look at the roles that he's played, and even if you go further to something like Stargate Atlantis, which oh. I will, <laughs> okay, let's look at Stargate Atlantis, Game of Thrones, Luke, you can back me up on Game of Thrones, and Conan. He's always played these characters that are kind of barbaric characters, but they're royal characters in the same sense. Okay. Game so. of Thrones. He's called Drogo. He's a king. He's basically. a king. For
1: all those who don't read, yeah, the yeah, Thrones. he's
4: he's at the at the beginning. He's the yeah. cool. He's the le, He's the head of a tribe called the They're he's a royalty. He plays a very good king, and that's the type of king I can imagine. Because Aquaman because Arthur being. is yeah. the king of
2: England. Yeah. yeah. So you think sort of. Momoa is vaguely possibly? Being typecast a tiny bit, yeah, and maybe I, yeah, I would say that a okay. little bit. Luke,
0: well, first of all, is it oh. Moa or Momoa? Momoa, I, M- I don't know. Fucking well, the, well, whatever. The guy, Jason from Conan big that rules. He's awesome. Luke, what do you? think I
1: don't know, man. Uh, Matt Damon. I think Matt Damon's awesome in almost everything he's been in. The the Born Supremacy movies. I fucking love those movies. I think he's <coughs> awesome, uh, especially Elysium. He's he's a big dude. But, I don't know, for Aquaman, uh, I don't picture him being Aquaman, I I almost picture if, if any, like, DC character he was, I picture him being, like, a Green Lantern, or I picture him being, uh, if anything, um... Dude, fucking uh, Green Arrow. He could be Guy Gardner. I, I do,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I never thought about that too, the but, bangs right now. Um, but Luke saying that kind of opened up my I mind I to
1: that too. I picture him being a, a Green Lantern because he, he is, he's very fit. But if if, if, arrow, if tomorrow point. it comes out and they're like Matt Damon, Aquaman, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be like, oh man, that's gay. But uh, Like most of the internet does. Yeah, but <laughs> Momoa, uh, since Jesse said we don't know what the fuck it is what the fuck it's gonna be so what if they cast momoa as fucking doomsday Jesse said that several times like and if you think about it Jason Momoa is a big fucking dude He's a big dude he could play that Aquaman character he definitely have to cut his hair
2: I think with that you know that brow line that momoa has though he might even be dark side
1: Okay, yeah, something like something to where they can put makeup on him. And just because he, he could be typecast as one of those guys that they just put a lot of makeup on and make him that big, you know, yeah. bad guy. That or CG
4: cover him up. CG cover him up, for, something like that. For example, the guy who plays Deathstroke is also that head... What was it, Goblin Orc guy
1: on fucking The Hobbit? Yeah. Yeah. Cause on, uh, and if you think about it as well... Um, or if you've ever seen Jason Momo in anything, he has a really deep voice. Yeah. So yeah, if he does. you close his eyes, picture him being dark side, that voice. He's got that really he's got a really deep, deep voice.
4: Got a role voice. Yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think you could play any of those roles to be honest.
1: So I don't know. I think man. so too, Anthony. I think either way either either one of those, I, I would be like, that's cool. Or I could see that. But I don't know.
2: What do you think, Maddie? Um
0: like, like Luke I'm a, I'm actually a fan Of Matt Damon um, I've seen some movies That he sucks in But most movies I've seen him in you know, Actually I'm sorry The movie sucked Because it sucked You know what I mean what Matt, movie Matt's are favorite
4: of? movie Is All Pretty Horses
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you I yeah, love that movie Well there's a movie With him and John Krasinski From The Office uh, and Francis McDormand Called uh, Fuck now I don't remember It's called Is that the, the
3: one
4: Where there's like A chemical or some shit In a small well, they're, town They're like an oil
0: Black <laughs> That's funny because I actually think Brad Pitt, if you put like a beard on him and a, like a goatee, like, I think he would be an awesome Green Arrow. Like put a mask on him and everything, I think it would be a cool Green Arrow. Like traditional Green Arrow with the Errol Flynn hat and shit. I think fucking Brad Pitt would, would be awesome with Green Arrow. Okay. That's I'm not pre- with you. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah? It's <laughs> too pretty, man.
4: And what about you, Jess? Or you, uh, well, let's, I even, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, go ahead. <laughs>
0: Well, I know I, the movie anyway, you're just, talking just about. Just like you, yeah, yeah. I, I know yeah, the movie you're talking about. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called, but it, it's I, not I couldn't get into it. it. I couldn't get into it. You know, it wasn't his fault; it was just yeah. was. But I've even watched *The Talented Miss Ripley*. That's how far it's gone <laughs> <laughs> with uh, Matt Damon. So yeah, I, I think he would play an awesome uh, Aquaman. But I also really like—I'm going to say Jason Muller I'm pretty sure it's Mola, but if it's sounds Momola, gay too because it's, it's the body. It.
1: He's like he's like a huge dude. I picture Aquaman. Well, that's being the thing. Bigger, Damon can like, get bigger, bigger, big, bigger, big though.
0: Taller guy. He Damon was can big get in big though. Elysium. He looks kind of even big in uh, Departed. There's a scene where they're playing rugby and he's like. Rrr. I don't think he's as tall as. There you go. Ben Affleck tall. though.
1: We'll see, the tall is what I'm actually. I'm, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm glad you said that
0: because uh, that's kind of the same way I feel about Henry Cavill. You know, unlike most. Superhero films. He's actually like, he is tall and he is big. Cavill is tall. Henry Cavill. I think Henry Cavill might be the best casting since Christopher Reeve for any superhero. I mean, any. Dude, pick any one. Uh,
2: I'll I'll challenge you on that. Well, not challenge you, but
0: I'll add to that box. I was gonna uh, say you you suck Man of Steel's dick more than anybody. You're yeah, challenge that, me? That, No, I'm not challenging you.
2: <laughs> but just to. No, let's answer this question, and then we'll we'll next question will be best. Well, we got to we
0: got to okay. do a placeholder then because yeah. every time we do that we forget. Place hold. All right, so I'm just gonna say I love the idea of Jason Moa and by the way, I'm a Game of Thrones fan too. I did not read the books; I've just read like. 20 30 pages out of each one. Because they're about big old thousand page books each. I get when I have time to read, it's gotta it's either gotta be books or comic books. Most time it's gonna be comic books. Anyway, I just think he would be cool. I think he kinda like you see that foreigner kind of aspect of him in Game of Thrones that I think would definitely definitely transplant itself. And like you guys said, he's royalty in Game of Thrones, he's huge. So is Arthur, you know. Why wouldn't it work, right? And uh, I don't know, I, Aquaman is awesome, dude. So, and Aquaman is foreign, you know, like to people in general. Like most people don't even know who he is. Yeah. So it'd be cool to have a character that you don't necessarily assimilate with as well. And we all know Matt Damon. Most people aren't gonna see him from Conan or Game of Thrones. And go, it's a dude from Conan, you know? Because because <laughs> they don't. But everyone knows who fucking. Right. you know what I'm saying? So it exactly. would fit the character, and you would buy into Aquaman faster, I think. And I wouldn't doubt they put
1: so Matt Damon. That's in my type, Matt Damon and Affleck are their Your boyfriend, boyfriend. The
0: I think they might do it just because of that. Maybe I think to, to get to... the spectacle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I guess, uh, Desert Island, just by a hair, it would be Jason Momoa or Mala or whatever.
2: Jesse. Well, who did you pick, Luke?
1: I'm leaning more, just thinking about it, I'm actually leaning more towards uh, Matt Damon.
2: Okay. I uh, I was actually thinking Matt Damon myself also because I want to see Jason Moa, or Moa, whatever it is, play a villain. But then Maddie had to go and say that Aquaman is not, you know, of the U.S. Shit like that. Yeah. He's ocean-based. Ocean Although in the comic books his dad raises yeah. him and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know, man. I'm on the fence now. Both of you guys have said some some amazing things that I can't pick. I I do want to see Matt Damon as Aquaman because I'm a Matt Damon fan. Well, I'll say it, dude. I'm a Matt Damon fan. And how Me big too, he looks in Elysium. I know yeah. Luke said that too, but I'm such a huge fan of Elysium. So I see how big Matt Damon is at least once a week. Because um, I'm, I'm always watching that movie. Uh, on UJizz or something? Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> watched just the flexing scenes on Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, So hot. But dude, Jason <laughs> Moa, that, that guy, he is a giant. Uh, they'd have to make him blonde. I don't know how he'd look blonde. But you know what? He's got this big brow on his head. Uh, it almost looks like he might be kind of slow. Um, I don't know. It just looks like the big deep voice smashing type of guy so i don't know if i can see him as aquaman or not yet but dude i'm just pumped aquaman sounds like he's gonna show his face uh but luke fucked me over too he ended up saying that matt damon would make an awesome hell dude i i can see that and he yeah. would make an awesome. that guy
0: Gardner? Hell. Gardner. you don't think guy Gardner? <laughs> Dude, he does look like Guy. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. If you put the bangs on him, he would look Can like Guy Can he play Gordon. a dick, though? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, he's an dude, asshole he, he, and dude, departed he's... like all day long. Like Fucking firefighters yeah. fags. <laughs> <laughs> dude,
2: but you know what? If they do put him as Guy, I hope he doesn't have that stupid vest, man. I do not like the vest. I hope they come up with a cool, updated look. Uh, I actually like the suit in the movie. Yeah. With, what's his dumbass? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Reynolds. yeah, I liked that suit. I liked the pulse of light. That was continuously flowing.
1: I like the leather jacket, but I also agree. I don't think they would ever put that in a movie. <laughs> yeah, in an ho- animated movie, yes.
2: I'm hoping they get. You know, this. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in on a touchy subject, and then we'll get to the second question I wanted to ask. Uh, a touchy subject is making specific people in comic book movies being played by. Should I say it by black people? You know, who gives a shit? Amazing Spider-Man 2 is the epitome that you can do that, and it is going to be fucking amazing. You mean amazing the Spider-Man. Was played by James Fox yeah, and uh, who else is played by uh, different ethnicities? ethnicities? Uh, we have Kingpin. We have Kingpin. Harry White. Totally White. Perry White. We have a bunch of people doing it. I think it's gotten to the point when who gives a shit? Should well, that, be said. Yeah,
0: that's why Jason Momoa's work is awkward.
2: Yeah. So what I'm kind of hoping, just to be, you know, politically correct in the case of sensitivity, I know that sounds like bullshit, but I think it would be a cool move by Zack Schneider to have both uh, Vic Stone, which is African, and John uh, John Stewart, who is also African, both be in the same movie and both have ethnicities uh, of African American men. In this movie If we had two of them You know Then the scales would be I don't know It would just seem like One thing I loved about The Matrix movies Is they had ethnicities All over the place It was not Dominantly white Dominantly black Asian Anything Those movies were so Like together Yeah And I I hope to see The Justice League Become something like that That's
4: happening in the comics too Where they're changing Characters' ethnicity Yeah You probably know Where I'm going Yeah Blue
0: Beetle Is Hispanic
4: well, Jesse knows where I'm going. The character himself has changed. Wally West is no longer a redheaded kid with freckles anymore. He is.
2: Is he? Did you find out if he was Hispanic? A, or if he was. He's half he white and half.
4: He's half white and half black. Okay. Because. Well, that's awesome. So he looks more black in the comic, of course. He does, but, yeah. But Iris says that that's her brother's son, so. And That's she, what he is in the new 52. Yeah, now. the new 52, oh, okay. and a lot of people are complaining about it. It's trying to be politically correct. Look, who gives a fuck? You it's about
2: time it's politically yeah. correct, man. We live in 2014. You know, you you live with, uh, in, with population that is in the south, uh, well, south like down by Texas and zona and stuff like that, dominantly Mexican. And Mexican that only speaks Mexican, also. Yeah. That's what the United States is now. And that's a good thing. There, And let's look at Marvel
4: for a second. I know this is DC Freefall. Look at Ultimate Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Yeah.
2: Which people love. People have yeah. attached to have that Spider-Man cool. so much.
0: Well, um, yeah... Uh, I mean, like, when, when all these heroes were created, the, the majority of the population was white. And, it, yeah. and, and you got to think, too, the majority of the people that were buying books for their kids were white. And, and so, yeah, they're going to have to be white. But, you know, nowadays, it, everything's so mixed up, uh, ethnically speaking, I guess. I don't in, think in it's. In a good way. No, right. yeah. And I don't
1: think it's so much being politically correct. That's I think what I it's mean. now. It's just I think it's now. They're just, the, they're they're just not to. afraid to make a Mexican Spider-Man. Now they're like, yeah. well, like Jesse said, it's 2014. Maybe we can forget about being afraid and making a black Spider-Man, making a, you know, a Mexican Spider-Man, making, you know, this character black or this character half and half and just be like, "Hey, this is the world we live in now." Yeah. Let's just accept it. It's and going just-
4: further than that though. Look at Alan Scott what they did with him. He's gay.
1: Yeah, they made him. But here's but the that's thing: that's the
2: Flash in Earth Two, yeah. No, uh, uh, Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Yeah. The Lantern in Earth Two. Yeah. That's yeah. right.
1: And, and here's what about. you notice: you only hear about it when it for, when it's first announced, and give it like six months or something. If the story's so, str- if the story's that strong, yeah. that's going to be the last thing on your mind. That's yeah. going to be the last thing you're going to hear about. You're going to hear about, you know, Vendetti and. Because what's his name is uh, Vendini and Jansen are on Flash mm-hmm. All you're going to hear about is How good the story is The the fact that he's half black Half whatever Hopefully is just going to be in the foreground Of you know that's kind of a big deal When it first started
4: Well look at the Alan Scott thing What they did the whole subplot with him trying to find his boyfriend's killer is fucking interesting because he gets... He fights, like, the triads and shit. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, you could have done that if he was straight, but, I mean, it's it's an interesting subplot. And then you even, you know, one of the more... I remember there was a scene early in maybe, like, 8 or 9 where... Ellen Scott is Encountering his Boyfriend's father Who you know Condemns him for being Gay and Corrupting him And all that So you get to play With all kinds of Stuff like that
2: You know know, For people that Complain about that For me I think it can be Summed up And To keep it Comic book focused I'm taking Swinging it all the way Back to Zack Snyder again All you have to do Is watch the Beginning of Watchmen And listen to that song And pay attention to what's happening. Now, what's happening in the beginning of that is all of the old Watchmen are being killed off. And when the new Watchmen come in, they even have suits that resemble the old ones. So it's just a new type of that same genealogy happening again. Now, dude, that's what's happening now. A lot of people are changing. And we got Samuel L. Jackson in comic book movies. Who would have thought that was going to happen after you've seen him in Pulp Fiction? Oh yeah,
4: Nick, okay, let's, let's go back to that. But uh,
2: Let me let me finish this okay. real quick. The song is called the Things You're the you Changing, Times You're Changing. By Bob. It's a Bob Dylan song. They show the times changing at the beginning of Watchmen, the film. It's a heavy opening. All the old things you're dying off. So please, all those old emotions inside of you of, no, he has to be this ethnicity. Let that stuff die off, because you don't have a choice. It's dying off. Times are changing.
4: Well, this started with the Ultimate Universe back in 2000. Because when Ultimates la- the Ultimate Universe launched through Marvel, you had the Ultimates, Ultimate Spider-Man, and... I think Ultimate X Men were the three key books.
0: Well, for, well, first it was Ultimate Spider Man. Yeah, and then and then it moved them. to Ultimate X Men, and then it went to uh, the, Ultimate the Ultimates book. in like 05. and then from there it just. And, and I might they be basically the because
1: yeah. of the movie because they cast t- uh, Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. They kind of made Nick Fury black in the comics. No, well. Well, no, it's it's no, 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 no. because of the Ultimates that they wanted, yeah. because
0: they had, it's Mark Millar, and he had he had kind of gone off that concept that he wanted his Nick Fury in the Ultimate Universe okay. to be sort of a Samuel L. Jackson. It was based off of Samuel
4: L. Jackson in so, the first so place. So then, yeah. they,
0: then they kind of said, hey, Cast. this really worked, we we like the, people responded well to this character being designed after you, blah, 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 you know. Yeah.
4: I don't mind the Samuel L. Jackson Nick Fury. I like the well, old huh. one, too. Well,
0: I like the old one too but who who has an emotional attachment to nick fury really you know yeah. what i mean like there's, there's gotta be like a sub 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 group of
2: people they're like no
0: man old nick fury you know but the only uh, attachment <laughs> i have
2: is to the punish you video game <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. that's yeah. the only attachment i have. oh that's
0: right because that
1: was the second player for some and fucking reason and
2: that game was awesome <laughs> man
0: Yeah, Fury's the only one besides Punisher. It's like, yeah, I'll kill some
1: people. (laughs) I think it's coming to a point where as long as they're good actors, as long as they can play the part, as long as they can make you believe or make you feel, you know, that that's that character, then, you know, what does it matter if they're half black, half white? I mean, let's be honest. We're all half something. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we go back far enough, we're going to find out. (laughs) Yeah, we're all half something. Trust me, even the, you know, even the people down in the south that are white I mean come on they're they're half something somebody you go down the, fuck line, the black dude somewhere exactly the line. yeah, yeah. That's, there's that's you know what
0: always say
2: too. dude and you yeah. you can't go I, I'm positive nine out of 10 KKK memories fuck you guys by the way <laughs> if you showed them a photo of Gal Gadot just to keep it comic book focused
3: yeah.
2: they would say dude yeah <laughs> she's fucking hot there's
1: no way they're gonna be like no nah, I wouldn't hit that She's a beautiful dude. Specimen. show him a picture
0: of Vivica A. Fox in uh, Batman and Robin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Huh? That's
0: the case for it right there. <laughs> you know. No, we'll to... we'll
4: what? kill the dinosaurs. <laughs> the Ice Age. <laughs> so such a stupid movie.
2: Let's uh, let's jump on that question that we mentioned just a while ago. I did a good job of not forgetting that. Uh, let's name some of the best castings that we've seen in comic book movies. Uh, Let's Let's just begin at the beginning Let's go with Anthony Name uh, Just off the top of your head One of the best castings You think
4: Well Let's see I don't know Um I'm gonna go with Robert Downey Jr.
2: Yeah Yeah Yeah. That is a good
0: one I mean How are you gonna argue that Let's
2: just do a couple Rounds on this Maddie.
0: Um When he's in the Spider-Man suit I'm gonna say Tobey Maguire is awesome Like shit to the bad guys and stuff I've read so many Spider-Man comics that's, that's, your, that's how he is yeah, okay. I mean, and Thomas Jane as Punisher you know I know that movie kind of sucks but Thomas Jane as Punisher rules in anyone's book in, my, you know, in any movie he would be great
2: let's just go this yeah. way and as we finish let's say each other's names so people know who's saying what so
0: that was me Maddie saying Tobey Maguire and Thomas Jane and Thomas Jane as Punisher Jesse Razo.
2: I think the most obvious one that all people have thought from the beginning of time is Patrick Stewart as Professor X. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the fla- most yeah. flawless castings. So, Luke, you know what?
1: I'm actually I agree very much with Maddie with what Maddie said. Thomas Jane. Uh, I'm actually gonna say two real quick. Uh, Brandon Ralph, who played Superman, because he's Returns. big. He's like that kind of like tall Superman. The like he looks like a, I mean it sounds like I want to suck his dick, but like a specimen, you know what I mean? The kind of like the flowing hair, yeah, yeah. Uh, And even when he plays Clark, he's kind of goofy, you know? He's not uh, not overly goofy, but he's kind of like, oh hey, like kind of like slouches down to make himself look smaller. So uh, Brandon Ralph and uh, kind of what? Kind of going back to X Men. He's totally different, but it works, is uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. That wouldn't have been my casting choice off the bat. It wouldn't have
1: been, but I think it's the best casting choice. Yeah.
2: Because I would have picked Glenn Danzig, man. Dude. <laughs> I think <laughs> if he, you Wolverine know what...
0: Because Wolverine is short and he's buff as Here's shit, the thing, like though. Glenn Danzig <laughs> yeah. is. Glenn but but Danzig, if they would have
1: picked fall. somebody like Glenn Danzig to play Wolverine... Do you think they could have made so many fucking Wolverine nope. movies? Yeah, so, I'm with you on that. And and that's the only reason I, I mean it. Because I was like, even when they cast Hugh Jackman, I was like, dude, that guy's like huge. I was like, Wolverine's like this small, like, you know, he's a, like a Wolverine. Have you ever seen a, an actual Wolverine yeah. animal? They're small, but they're ferocious. And then, but then I was like, if you really think about it, somebody small like that, they would never been, would have been able to make so many Wolverine movies Because that's all the yeah. X-Men movies are they their Wolverine movies I still yeah. have to see that last one So The cool.
2: last what? Wolverine movie uh, I haven't seen it too
4: Alright Ant, so uh, you're up dude Alright, so the, the next one
0: um. Yeah, Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor. I'm just joking. Oh God! <laughs> I'm just joking. That's a I, horror. I Gene Hackman in the first Superman movie is pretty cool. It gets it gets super corn after that. <laughs> super corn. It's not good. I don't think it's good in the first one at all. I didn't, well, seventies Lex Luthor is kind of like the way yeah. he is, though. You know? I hate mm-hmm. to
2: say it, but I like Kevin Spacey's Lex better than I like Gene Hackman's.
0: Yeah, hey, I, I love Kevin Spacey's Lex. Oh, I'm you know what? Like I hated it for the longest time. Okay, Anthony, let's. Yeah. Well,
2: okay,
4: my serious choice. My serious choice, let's see. I've been mulling this over for a few minutes while Luke was speaking. Well let's uh, go then, buddy. Okay. Now
2: he's buying time. Yeah, well, right.
4: <laughs> well I'm torn because you know you know. He's I'm... filibustering.
2: Well, you...
3: Okay,
4: oh you know who you know who I will <laughs> say? Who will you say? Anthony? I will say I'm directly. He's pointing directly. It's not a superhero. It's not a superhero. Comic book anything, man. Okay. Gary Oldman is Gordon.
1: Yeah. I'm with you. What's well, yeah. that? Well we're, comic books is what we meant comic book movies yeah yeah so it i definitely you, you agree could be that yeah Jerry oldman as
4: gordon definitely uh, i think we all agree yeah. better than uh that dude that played him in 89 batman
1: <laughs> definitely dude, uh, yeah yeah uh, fat who is
0: it pat he's actually from denver isn't that
1: weird i'll hold the pizzas
0: <laughs> yeah okay, okay. Was, maddie yeah, well, what about you Well, can can we save the Superman thing that we're going to talk about for last? So you can't mention Christopher Reeve and and Henry Cavill, because I got to say. Okay, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) And we'll take another another whole
2: round on it, too.
0: Okay. Um, God, now I lost my train of thought. Uh, 40s Batman (laughs) is so well represented when you see Michael Keaton looking like this terrible awful wraith of death uh, there's only a couple of shots in the 89 Batman where he looks that way uh, but man dude I, I love the way he looks at Batman he's scary and creepy you know yeah okay, okay. I like
1: yeah I don't think any of us would say we disliked uh, 89 Batman
2: well let's yeah. not let's not get too deep into it because okay. we got a Batman episode coming up.
4: Oh, and we got true. more other but things for this free flow to go. Yeah. On,
2: on the end of that, though, in the
0: Nolan, on in the the end the Nolan the era of that now, like, <laughs> it's like, you know. Yeah. I think that'll the happen Batners with uh, a like lot that. of superhero
1: movies. Because, yeah. like, let's just say, like, Zack Snyder's Man of Steel, I mean, t- in our opinion, and I know in Jesse's opinion, my opinion, I don't think you could do a better job. I don't think you could Give either. it about 15 you years. You put the trigger
2: and you're citizen. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what Anthony just did. Is one thing that will always make me laugh, and it's how awful, I guess you could say, Batman acts when he's yelling at Bane at the end of the last movie. <laughs> and just what a jumbled up mess of dialogue. You're on a trigger <laughs> By
0: contrast, Bane's dialogue is awesome. I love everything Bane says in yeah. the movie. He's fascinating. It the is watch. but
2: that, that last piece, man, that it is a little is comical. Right. <laughs> Did I you rewatch it? it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well,
0: so, so, what did I just say? Oh yeah, Bruce uh, Batman, Keaton. And Michael yeah. Keaton,
2: Jesse. Uh, for the sake of saying fuck myself, I can't think of the guy's name, but and these guys will know. Uh, Luke will spit it out immediately. I know, the guy that played in the newest Judge Judd movie,
0: Carl yeah. Urban. Carl Urban, dude, he I, fucking rules. I think he
2: nailed it. And seriously. Game of
0: Thrones is in there too. She's the bad guy. Yeah, right on. Yeah. To the, to the tea, though.
2: Uh yeah, without a doubt, like he, that was flawless. I I believed it the whole time. I don't he, and dude. He if never you're not a Judge our, Dread fan, yeah. you'll be a Judge Dread, Dread fan after seeing that film. Yeah, Even and, if you
1: know nothing about Judge Dread comic book wise, yeah. it's a good
2: movie. And we can hope, uh, that we'll get a second one. I know there's a lot of talk about it just due to the DVD sales. Uh, it actually made less money at the box office than it cost to make it. So it was just Not gonna happen But
4: Movie has a following now The movie it's has a
2: following now a And awesome a lot of DVDs have sold
4: Hey I You know what I can't say Luke and I Went together Went to go see it At the box office though right Yeah And we were, we were like Dude how could this I wanted to go again?
1: again And I, wanted, I missed out man Yeah I, I missed wanted out to go it. again Like it was It was one it of those It came and went yeah. It was one of those where, like, I told somebody about it at work, and I was like, dude, I'll go with you. Do you want to go? <laughs> like, I was like, I'll go again. It was fucking and awesome. And it was gone?
2: Yeah. Luke, who would you say next?
1: Uh, who would I say next? Honestly, you took it. But, <laughs> um, damn. Uh, I would actually go with... I haven't read a lot of Thor comics. Um, but take <laughs> away the hokiness and if you're just putting a huge... You know, white dude Nordic in a Thor costume, dude. Nordic yeah. looking yeah. Uh, Thor, uh, yeah. Chris Hemsworth, fucking huge. That first movie, he's fucking huge when he's got when he's fighting those dudes without even his Thor costume on. Um, you know, the, the movies aren't the greatest. I like them, but I mean, as far as casting, I don't think there's somebody else that would mm-hmm. would overtake that. So I think, as far as like great casting, that that's that's one of them. Do you guys
2: want to do one last one? Yeah, let's do one last. Okay, one. go ahead and take it. in.
4: Okay, mine's going to be a little different. He nailed two superhero parts.
2: Ooh. Okay.
4: Speaking that my is language, Chris buddy. Evans. He played an excellent Knew you were human. Say that, he's dude. an excellent human torch. I
0: was but, just thinking about that too.
4: Yeah, he he he's the only one that nailed that character in those movies.
0: I well, think. you mean of the Fantastic Four Of the Fantastic is the Four films, yeah. That, yeah that actually did the transfer that. I'm with you Yeah,
4: Yeah, but he also, on the flip end of the side You know, the opposite of the human purchase, Is Captain America And he nailed the Captain America perfectly Because this Captain America is fucking awesome yeah. I
3: agree
4: And he looks like Steve Rogers Yeah, he does Yeah, he does. Absolutely Indeed, indeed So what about you, Maddie? <laughs>
0: Without question, Schwarzenegger's. Uh, <laughs> <past laughs> is... Man. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs>
4: hey, I can up one last... Stallone's uh, Judge Dredd is better than Carl Urban, so... <laughs> <laughs> just <down>. I, just... <laughs> I love Stallone, Let's dude. cut Anthony's mic off. I love off. Stallone so much that I'll watch Rainbow 3. You're not sitting I'll in front of the computer.
0: All day. <laughs> Rainbow 3 sucks, and I would
2: still... I'll watch Stopping My Mom <laughs> Will Shoot. <laughs> yeah. That's how much I love hey, Stallone. And I watched
0: it when I was a kid. That's how much I love Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Stopping My <laughs>
4: the, the old lady from fucking what? The Golden Girls? Yeah, it? dude, she's funny yeah, and she's fine. Yeah,
2: she's not. She's not fine. She's a dude, I think, actually. Uh, the man, one Maddie, with the man voice. Maddie. Who? Uh, now I forgot. What I was
4: say. There was the one with the man voice.
2: Ooh, Blanche. Ugh, yeah, and that's an ugly name. What's in that?
4: <laughs> well. uh...
0: God damn it, now I forgot what I was gonna say.
4: <laughs> Let's talk about the Golden Girls, Maddie. <laughs> damn, damn. I would fuck
0: Blanche. Why not? Alright. Don't <laughs> okay. say anything.
1: Fuck you guys. All Blanche right. is his favorite casting. <laughs> That's his answer. <laughs> <laughs> well
0: well, I guess I guess uh, the, there are there are two, alright? Okay, uh, I got two also. Okay, cool. So so Nicholson's Joker. Um, Nicholson's Joker you know okay uh, enough said enough mm-hmm. said watch The Shining and then watch Nicholson's Joker and then read like a couple of old Batman issues with Joker in it I swear to God he's a Joker he's awesome as a Joker he's just kind of creepy
4: you like him better than the Ledger Joker
0: no I love the Ledger Joker um, I love the Ledger Joker that's the thing you gotta when you look at a Nolan film you gotta look at it in a Nolan yeah. perspective you know what I mean you, you, I don't think you can apply it to comics as much when you look at you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Mm, I disagree, but okay.
0: Well, we'll we'll talk about that sometime. But my, my other one is uh, Eric Banner's Bruce Banner. <laughs> Dude,
2: I'm yeah. with you. I don't know anybody that likes that movie, but I am a fan. I, I am a fan. i, no, you, I you, you, I'd love watching
4: that movie. You don't know movie. anybody? You you know how I think that movie's great. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. I
0: love the 2008 Hulk as well. I, I'm not, I mean, I love Edward Norton, and it's cool. Uh, I'm fine with him as Bruce Banner. I just, uh, and I actually think the Hulk animation looks better in the 2000s. Yeah, it looks
2: just like PlayStation 2 fighting at the end, boss well, battles. So, uh,
4: hey,
0: to be, f- uh, hey, I do like the Mark
4: Ruffalo Banner though, a little bit. Eh,
0: nah, you know, yeah, what? yeah I, do. I like it, but I don't love it. You know what I mean? I do. I like that. I I, I love the the way they animate him in Avengers. I think it looks awesome.
1: I think that Hulk looks really good. That
0: Hulk looks really good. But Eric Banner's Bruce Banner, like, you really get the feeling like, "Fuck, dude, he's on his own." Why is this no one like that? And when he gets mad, like, when he starts to get emotional, it's like, "Fuck, dude, wow, you know, this shit is getting real." And oh man, I I don't know, man. I really like that. Shit's getting real, son. And when that movie came out. No, no. None of us knew that Edward Norton was going to replace him. And none of us knew that Edward Norton was going to get replaced. Exactly. The the
4: thing about that movie, about the uh, 2003 Hulk film, is one, I think a lot of people didn't like it because it's an Ang Lee film. Mm -hmm. Ang Lee films are usually very indie and kind of dramatic and that type of thing. You know, the biggest movie, action movie that he's ever directed other than that is Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon.
0: Which is a great film. Yeah. Beautiful. Also another good film.
4: Yeah, so it's kind of... And then, you know, he's known for his later works like Throwback Mountains and things like that, so...
0: Dude, I just realized I mentioned two things from Burt and Batman. I I just beat Arkham Origins today, so I have Batman, like, on the brain (laughs) right now.
2: Sorry. That's cool. Jesse's up. Jesse... Uh one quick comment on what Anthony had to say. I think they didn't like the Hulk movie too and I think it's the knuckleheads that didn't like it because he didn't smash enough shit. Oh, dude, uh, that scene
0: where he fucks up the tanks is dude, like Dude, I of my think so too man. He smashed a lot of shit in it.
2: Yeah, but there was there was too much thinking for people I think. And well, that's the thing about Hulk
0: comics though. Yeah. It, it, dude, if you <laughs> if you read like 12 Hulk comics, about 12 pages of it is actually long. There's a lot of science yeah. in it. Like, <laughs> yeah. there is a lot... I
1: remember reading some, and I'm like, fuck, dude, my head fucking hurts. No, no, <laughs> like,
2: you
4: know... You know what it was? He... Heat- borrowed a lot of stuff from the Peter David run of the Hulk yeah where you know are you he, saying
0: Ang Lee did yeah Ang Lee yeah. did yeah of course yeah, he, did, he did Peter David was fresh off that
4: yeah and that's the thing he, well, <laughs> he he read he read that run and that run actually found out like Bruce Banner was abused by his father so he had anger issues before he became the Hulk and just stuff like that so like all that in, the, in that film came full circle so I, I don't I still don't get the hate over that movie only thing I could do without in that movie is the mutant dog poodles
1: or whatever oh but I <laughs> love that
0: scene where he like gets even more pissed the dog's like lockjawed on him and he goes <laughs> and fucking like snaps its jaw that's yeah. awesome well
1: dude, we love it so who fucking cares if other people don't yeah. like it I, dude, mm-hmm.
0: I love the representations of the Hulk in all three uh, on screen appearances I do but I mean uh, the freakouts are the best in the Ingley one, but I think uh, I'm a big fan of McFarlane Hulk. I know you are too. Oh yeah, the closest to the McFarlane look, which to me is like the end-all, be-all Hulk, is in the 2008 Hulk. Like he, he's proportioned that way, and I love that man. I love it. Uh, but Jesse, please give us your two.
2: Uh, I do have two, and I do not know the names of any of these guys. But that's why I have Luke and Anthony and Maddie. Uh The guy that played. Rorschach in Watchmen Jackie
4: Jackie Earl Haley
2: Haley. I had an idea of what he was like in Watchmen the comic book and I was blown away on how advanced this guy played him to what my mind thought he was going to sound like and be like and the way he moved Um, he was awesome in the comic book but Jesus man getting getting to see him talk and move and things like that I, I was blown away I think he is one of the best ones Uh, The second one, and I can't think of his name also, I should know it, he's in Expendables. The guy that played, uh, and I'm forgetting his name in the movie too, in Sin City, the guy that hooks up with Goldie.
0: Oh, Mickey Rourke. Yeah. 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 Oh, fuck, dude. I feel stupid. Yeah, of course, Marv. (laughs) Yeah. I think that (laughs)
2: casting is cum loads, dude. Yeah. It's so good. That's my two so cents now. <laughs> No dude You had a Jack Nicholson
0: dude Fuck Dude you actually like Jack Nicholson's Joker I do Cool Cause I feel like nowadays Like you're not allowed To say that anymore like, oh, uh, Heath Ledger He says why he's so serious Don't you get it bro <laughs> <laughs> like, Yeah I get it <laughs> Who tells you that <laughs> Oh dude I've gotten Really Yeah man
2: At Confessions conf- <laughs> When he's talking to the priest well, when, it, when it came
0: out Everybody at work That was not a comic fan Cause Jesse didn't work with me Back then they would all be like, "Nah, dude, that's not the joke." But how it's old like, are yeah, they? Yeah, but you haven't been reading fucking Batman yeah. issues. Yeah, and then how old are they? How yeah, old are I these have, fucking
1: people? Because I'm like, yeah. you kind of have to pr- appreciate it all. Because honestly, my my uh, my next pick was gonna be kind of like your opposite, but not because why so a little serious. That's cool. No, no, no. There's because a his rave. attitude, he, Heath Ledger's attitude in the whole movie, dude. never breaks, which is kind of embodies the Joker, which is just like. Uh, a mad dog a dude, guy that guy off the leash mm-hmm. That and when
2: he got cast I know I thought You gotta be fucking kidding me Yeah
1: Well you know what dude Let me
0: when, just say something hold on. about Heath Ledger's Joker
2: When okay, Batman's
1: well, beating the shit it back out to of me. him When Batman's beating the shit out of him And he's like Look, you In you the know. interrogation room Mm-hmm. Not the fact that he's laughing at him because he's getting beat up. But he's like, that's all you can do. You're not doing anything to me. You you're, can, not gonna me you're not going to yeah. kill me? You're not going to kill Exactly. There you go. You're not going to kill me. I know you're not going to kill me. And he found his, you know, his complete opposite. And his whole thing is, you know, who gives a fuck? I'm just, you know, I'm, uh, what did you say? He's an agent of chaos, which is you don't know anything about the Joker's intentions. He's just going to fuck shit up. Yeah. and that's it Th- yeah. there's no there's there's no pattern to what he does and he was like you know very intelligent you know in the movie which is which the Joker has to be pretty intelligent to basically yeah, you know like, offset you know Batman but uh do I dislike Jack Nicholson's Joker fuck no well, anybody anybody do. who <laughs> says anybody who says oh fucking Jack Nicholson fuck you dude how many Oscars has Jack Nicholson won Two. Three? Two. Three? And Heath Ledger's won one as well. Four plays. And the Heath Joker. Ledger
0: is fucking awesome.
1: Yeah. Boy. One flew over the Cuckoo's
4: Nest, Terms of Endearment, and uh, that one movie with Which Witches is of Eastwick.
1: That's
0: fucking
3: bad.
0: <laughs> He's, dude, <laughs> He's hilarious. I was just about to say, <laughs> really, dude? He won an Oscar? No, no, uh, no. I want to say it's Chinatown. <clears throat> one flew over the Cuckoo's Nest, and Terms of Endearment.
1: No, no, and Oscar it was as good, for, uh, as, good, oh, as, as, it good as it gets. Oh, as good as it gets.
0: God, how can I forget that? Then it's not Chinatown. It's the other two. Okay. Chinatown's well, plot well, twist scared me. All
2: of those were awesome. Thank you. Well, well hold on, you?
0: hold on. I just want to tie this thing off with of the Joker, and then we okay, got go to get Yeah, yeah. We, we have to. We, we, me and him have a thing about Superman that we got to go I'll it's find good. out about it. <laughs> I'll be real quick. Here's, here's why I like Nicholson's Joker and, and Heath Ledger's Joker. Nicholson's Joker covers the killing joke side with the, hey, the acid. He was already kind of weird, Agreed. but the acid like, really fucked him up, and his nerves are gone, and he's just he's out of control now, right? But I like that he's a gangster instead of like a failed comedian. I love that idea, because it seems like the Joker would be kind of like that. He gets and, set up, too. Yeah, and he gets set up, and he seems kind of like he's some sort of a chemist or something, and that's how he's able to put together the... The Joker toxin in the 89 Batman. On the flip, the Heath Ledger side, is just, uh, some Batman comics depict Joker as like this. We don't know where he came from and why he is the way he is, but he just is. i got you know to ask I mean? you a question and he, about... And he's constant. He's always the Joker.
4: i got to ask yeah. you a question. Well, there's
0: well, no... There's hang on no your question just for a second. The, the thing when you watch Heath Ledger's Joker is since you don't see an origin like you do in the 89 Batman or the Joker... You never think for a minute that he's anything but the Joker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why it's awesome. What's your question here? Okay.
4: How do you feel about uh, the Joker's taste in music in 89 Batman, considering he likes lots of Prince?
0: <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I think it's fucking funny. Because I'm into black comedy, you know? And he, he does a lot of things that are funny in that movie. Like when he's talking to the corpse of the fratelli guy. (laughs) Oh yeah. To say black comedy. Well, you know, dark Dark comedy. comedy. (laughs) No, it's called black comedy. Yeah. It like in in English class, it's called black comedy. Yeah. Okay, go. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Get off that. If you want to make it a race thing, that's fine. But no, I I didn't. I'm I'm not talking about race at all. Okay, dark comedy, not light-hearted
2: comedy. Okay. So you like the music?
0: Yeah. Uh, it's funny It's just funny Like when he's Dancing around Throwing the money It's yeah. funny yeah. And then it fits That's all it is That's that's where it begins no. And ends with Prince Kind of like me. But Prince had a Warner Brothers contract You don't like that's Beethoven That's why he's in the movie Oh shit <laughs> <laughs> You don't like Beethoven <laughs> That's why he's in the movie Warner the Brothers uh,
1: Bad dance The uh, <laughs> su- uh, Superman where oh, you guys I don't know, I'll really? let Maddie oh, take Maddie that. and Jesse. Oh, wait, one, one quick thing, thing I wanted please, to please, say please, is
2: please. thanks for all of those castings, guys. Uh, if you guys are listening, we will have an email up. If you guys have casting ideas that you think we should have mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, mention them to us. And we'll end up.
0: And I, I naked have
2: pictures. If yeah, tell us nice why tits. we have shitty choices. Oh, hold
4: on, I have the email set up, so let me give them the address, and it'll be in the description box as with every episode. So awesome. The email address is lit off the long box at AOL dot com.
1: Damn tight. So if you have some nice titty pics as well, those would be much appreciated. No? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go
4: ahead. Your... Now it was
1: Luke's uh, cool that actually moment. wasn't a joke. That was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead.
0: Uh, well, this is how we got into it. A few minutes ago, we were talking about Henry Cavill and, uh, I just, I How think that How he's so is, hot. He, he is. Well, <laughs> Look <laughs> at him blush. Yeah. He blushed over here. Hey, dude, if I looked like Henry Cavill, I would basically just be thanking God. Is that <laughs> right? Okay. Uh, I, there's no way that dude was 18 looking in the mirror like, I'm never going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally ripped. Totally I don't know, handsome. dude. We saw <laughs> him in, in a, a
2: Hell Crazy movie not too long ago, and he acts like a fool in it it, it kind of sucks the well, it's all about it's, the director too yeah. man don't yeah. go look that up man it'll yeah. it'll spoil
4: or you could watch the tutors where that sucks and
0: yeah. I disagree Eric Bannon is in the Tudors actually He he's, was. he's Henry VIII all facts yeah,
1: I disagree I think the Tudors is a decent show I've seen parts I've of watched that, that i I do cool. know that he but is if a, you think it sucks that's fine you think it sucks well
4: I do know other than the main <laughs> character he's the only actor that's in every uh, only other actor that's in every episode of that series yeah Henry Cavill and he well, played Henry like Cavill a priest or what
1: He's, uh, long story short, he's like, uh, he's one of the king's friends, and he kind of brings him up through the ranks of, you know, mediocrity, whatever. Cool. Neat. <coughs> hey, you fucking asked. I know him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maddie,
0: Cavill, take it away. Yeah, dude. <sighs> Tudors is a great show. <laughs> uh, no, it's okay. I've seen a little bit of it. Uh, Henry Cavill, I think, is just like the, the, the greatest casting. I'm going to pair him with Christopher Reeves. Again, it's a flip side of the coin thing, you know. Uh, he's the he's the best casting that I can think of. And I'm going to have to say even supersedes Mickey Rourke. Well, I think up, so too. up until Man of Steel came out, you and I have talked about this many times. Mickey Rourke is without a doubt the best hands-down comic book casting you'll ever see until you get to Man of Steel. And here's why. Man of Steel is is the beginning of a beautiful thing, which is American and hopefully worldwide values, and that is be a good person, be good to each other. Help people when you can, like we were just talking about. I remember, me and Luke had this conversation before you started. There's recording. too much
4: destruction in this movie. And then. kills odd.
0: Just say. Well, there is too much destri- destruction, but I don't really mean that's that. But... The th- no, I know, but I'm just saying. I know people say that it is in the movie. I agree. But hey, I think
2: we'll be defending all of this bullshit in about two weeks. But so, uh, yeah. that
1: that's the key word. Uh, it's a movie. It, <laughs> it is a movie,
0: and it's a movie about a person that doesn't exist. But but there's a few scenes where you see Henry Cavill and you just get this great feeling like, uh, you know, when you see Superman, you see who you want to be, not who you are, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're a good person, you see who you want to be. And you, you would use everything you're given for the right reasons. And you get this real good person feeling, like this Messiah kind of feeling from him. And the only time I can ever remember feeling that way is in the 1978 Superman film when, uh, I'm Christopher Reeve first meets Lois Lane as Superman. She's falling off the top of the Daily Planet tower, land. and he goes up and catches her. And she and she goes, "You've got me. Who's got you?" And it's just like, like the most beautiful fucking scene. And that's the only time I can ever think of where I felt like this great, great feeling. I'm I'm talking about an emotional happiness, love, hope. You know what I mean? Peace, all those things. Superman is supposed to represent that. And I think Henry Cavill is going to usher us into a new era in, in movies and media and things where people start going, Hey, it's not such a bad thing to not be a piece
2: of the shit. You know what I mean? Only Superman can do that. What do you think, Jesse? Okay. I think so, too. It seems like this day and age is... Um people can only relate to like the Punishers and the Batmans which I hey I love them I love Punisher's them Punishers my top of my list on that side of the company Batman's second on the DC side of things um but it's so it's so easy to see something so ugly and negative as cool these days um and with both of those two it's it's about revenge uh, I don't know why people identify with that so much because things are changing, you you should be. You should want to be a good individual. Um, nobody wants to be Batman. Nobody wants your mom and dads to die. Nobody wants anything that Batman has except except the money. I, when they think about like what's so cool about Batman, they think about the suit, they think about the gadgets, all that shit. But nobody would want to be him. He went through the most awful thing. That uh, all of us will have to go through
0: and he faces the worst fucking rogue gallery that anyone has Spider-Man and Superman (laughs)
2: included nobody (laughs) wants to be Bruce Wayne and and like I said but we all will deal with that eventually all of us will have moms and dads that pass away and when we we get to that point we won't want that Um, with Punisher same thing that guy loses his mind beyond what Batman has lost his mind I think uh, and when it comes down to it, man, those are the two two of the coolest people in comic books, I think. but Maddie has a kid and Anthony has a kid. I could only assume that if I had a kid, I would not want him hanging out with anybody like Batman. <laughs> I would not want him hang- hanging out with anybody like the Punisher. Uh But someone like Superman, I, I would hope uh, I would hope that's in my child's life to to be given a message to. What do you think, Luke? Do you think Cavill can do this? I mean, he's done it to me. I feel yeah. like a dumbass little boy looking at Cavill going, Oh my God, dude. Look look at him. Just the scene. I, I gotta mention one scene. I know we'll be talking about this uh, in a couple weeks. But it's the scene when he presents himself to um, to society, basically. When he decides he's going to come out. And he's just floating above a tank. Dude, that scene, each time I watch that, out loud I go, fuck, yeah. Out loud I do it, each time. Hasn't failed me yet. It is so cool. The way he talks, uh, I showed you guys a scene. Can't even think of what it's about. And it's a scene nobody gives a shit about. It's when he's talking about making his old ship as a baby. uh, the, The bomb type of thing to make the Phantom Zone open up again. Watch that scene and just listen to his dialogue, the flexion in his voice. Oh, he's walking on the bass. Yeah, he's walking on the bass. His voice, it it is just Superman. He's. He's it, I think. Luke?
1: I agree. Uh, I mean. Anthony? (laughs) I would hope. (laughs) I would hope. Luke, uh, being. Whether or not I love Batman to death, uh, hopefully. Like anybody would go in like what Maddie said and then being like, wow, dude, like that a movie would change your life just in the littlest bit that maybe that next day you're like, you know what? I'm going to (coughs) try my Superman side. I'm going to try and give most people today the benefit of the doubt just because Superman gives everybody the benefit of the doubt. Whether they whether they whether they deserve it or not i'm gonna kind of let my batman side to where i'm a realist (laughs) you know subdue a little bit and then hopefully you build on that the next day the next day it's a long road kind of like we were saying it's a little pie in the sky to like everybody should think this way which we should and honestly if we all thought that way nobody would like punisher or batman because we would live in a world where none of that would exist yeah so it would be you know If we lived in a world like that, I I could probably live without my Batmans. Because it would be, dude, this world's too awesome to even have to think that way.
2: Well, Uh, hey man, uh, and then we'll jump to you. I got one thing to say. Deep down inside of us, all of us have a glowing positive light. So deep down inside of us, for image's sake, we all have that S on us. It just so happens that once in a while, we put on a T that has the bat signal on it. Mm -hmm. But deep down inside of all of us, we, we have that S, man. All of us, in all of us, we have a Superman and a Batman. That's that's the two sides of, I think, all people's psychology. Which makes those two the coolest, because we can all relate to them. You just got to look inside yourself and see the positive inside you and Both the sides. helpfulness inside of you. And um, you will love Superman. Anthony, lead us out, buddy. I have
4: a pet peeve. There's these idiots that <laughs> will... Uh... I'm being Batman, so... Okay. Uh, well, I have, I have the... There's these idiots... I met so many people that say, "Oh, I like Marvel, but I like, but I I hate DC except for Batman." They, that annoys the piss out of me because none of them have read anything else from DC.
2: And maybe none of them have seen anything else besides the Nolan Batmans.
4: My doubt any of the most. Okay, can I can I go on a, a tangent for yeah. a second? Okay, we have yeah. a
2: magus rant coming up.
0: Barely <laughs> heard anything from you.
4: <laughs> Oh, I've have said a lot of things. Um, here's the thing. fucking people who say they're big batman fans and then act like fucking experts because they've seen the no only the nolan films irk the shit out of me i know i sound like a fucking elitist fair enough everyone can like the fucking nolan films that's fine i have i like the nolan films okay that's fine but don't say you're a fucking expert on Batman because you've seen about roughly nine hours of a fucking Nolan thing and act
1: like you're an expert. Batman's supposed to act like this, no. which gives you
2: a total of sixty minutes of Batman, by the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> say uh, maybe if you like the Nolan Batman so much, you should read the Long Halloween and Jeff Loeb's Batman stories because they're basically that's where he got a lot of his. That's where he got a lot of his inspiration from, from what I've read. I so. Do. Basically what you're saying is They haven't read shit They haven't even watched Batman 89 Batman the animated series And they're experts. Pretending to be experts About Batman
4: Yeah they're, they're not experts
2: Well give it to them man Cut Fuck them. guys fu- down
1: They're not fucking
4: experts Watch here <laughs> This is You know what's gonna happen You're gonna have Gotham Come out this fall The TV show And they're gonna be fu- A couple experts Well The 14 And I'm like, Look Don't Get act, him like, I don't Get him <laughs> I don't. I don't think you're. I don't think you're a fucking expert if you've seen two movies. It's the same with the Marvel fucks. They're like, yeah, I'm a big Avengers fan, even though there's one Avengers movie that's two hours of Avengers.
1: I'll be honest. I don't know shit about the Avengers. We Um, can skip like other than (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of talking in that movie.
2: Keep going, Ant. Chop them down, man. the, The
4: comic book.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Kind of like the same thing that you're saying. um, I'm not going to pretend to know a lot about. Well, Maddie's an
4: expert on the Great Lake Avengers,
1: so. (laughs) Okay, don't lose focus. Chop them down. Chop them down. (laughs)
4: Fuck these so-called fucking fans because. They're goddamn saying Oh I'm an expert on Batman These are the same fuckers Who say Man it's a lot Too much destruction Well you know what Next week I'm gonna Fucking cut you fuckers down <laughs> Because you're full of shit Because guess what The Avengers had lots of destruction Batman Begin Had a lot of fucking destruction
0: I think it's Batman Begins Yeah it did have. <laughs> Could be wrong.
1: <laughs>
0: and to be fair, oh, I hate it, man.
1: the Avengers did have a lot of destruction, and it's the same ending as fucking the Transformers: Dark of the Moon. Boy, yeah. and it even looks the same yeah. in some parts.
4: Just yeah, just uh, <laughs> yeah, it does. It really <laughs> does. <dude. laughs> it does.
2: I think <laughs> they just took stock footage. <laughs>
0: yeah, dude. They're like, hey, let's just
1: piece this in here. Dude, Michael you know. Bay won't know this. Yeah. You know what?
0: I'm, I don't get about the Avengers and Anthony. Please, you know, let us have it, but. They bear- I just feel like we didn't get enough Hulk. It
2: was just like, I, I, I think way. I saw more Hawk. You know, the like, I'll,
0: that- I'll keep throwing arrows at people.
2: The Hulk that we did get was the Hulk that was all of a sudden capable of helping when he could change into the Hulk. Yeah, like. The Hulk. whole time it's been like, you don't want to make me mad because I have choices now to <laughs> not get mad. So I'm not going to. <laughs>
0: Good night. Oh my god. And he's not as big. Yeah. I know they're trying to do the Kirby thing with a proportion, but dude, come on, man. The Hulk is the Hulk. Yeah. yeah. But I will but say. But they had this. to feed him on the ship. When they show him, like, fuck up Thor, and then when they show him, the fuck, like, yeah. fuck up Loki, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah, that's your least favorite. Scene, so don't, actually. don't pretend. <laughs> yeah, that's Jesse's least favorite. Don't seat. pretend to be an expert by watching a movie. Watch, watch more, and so read. If anything, if you're not gonna read anything, fine, whatever. Hopefully, it'll do enough to where maybe the we'll pick up some fucking Batman comics and be like, oh, this is Batman. I was talking about the Killing Joke recently at school with somebody,
4: and this guy corrected me, but he was using facts from the Heath Ledger Joker. Oh, dude. Well,
2: <laughs> that's the thing, man. Uh, with the Nolan films, they bastardized the whole mythos Universe, of right? Batman. Yeah. Now, that doesn't make it shitty. It just makes it the new comic book. Yeah. That's all the yeah. Nolan movies have become. But I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying that, that they did a sin by bastardizing the Batman mythos. Because in a couple of weeks also... In a few weeks we'll be talking about nothing but the Batman movies both the 89 uh the Michael Keaton ones the Val Kilmer ones uh if we can come up with anything about the Clooney one we'll talk about that <laughs> and then the Nolan movies uh so I don't want to I don't want to sound like I don't like them because I I love the hell out of them but that is a franchise that they did eat to shit and make up what they wanted to
1: yeah which they let Nolan do which was Let's be honest when they make us when they make a comic book movie they're making it for the most common denominator Am I right or am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah. For the okay. masses, yeah. If you're actually going to make anything that's closest, mm-hmm. like, nobody really knows about Watchmen besides comic book fans. Yeah. But it was a fucking awesome movie. I All thought right. it looked stupid when it came out. Yeah. <laughs> and and I did.
2: I remember telling you, Anthony, that I wasn't going to go see it. and Maybe a piece of it had to do with the, the theme music at the time. It was a fucking Smashing pumpkin song. <laughs> but I yeah. thought it looked dumb, dude. And then, watched and then I watched it and I was blown away. It's a
1: away. great fucking well, movie. And if you, I know Anthony's read it, and I know some people who have read it that are, it's, you know, it's pretty close. So, other than that, it is very close. we're never going to get, honestly, I mean, unless it's an animated movie, yeah. we're never going to be completely satisfied. Well, we're never going to get exactly what we want. And then when we're talking about the Nolan Batmans, I think they're all fucking awesome. But, well, me too. I take it. For what it is, it's a movie. Jesse's apprehension is understandable because most things
4: touched by Smashing Pumpkin music is shit because Smashing Pumpkins (laughs) are shit.
0: Well, dude, that's the thing though, is like, uh, I guess that's what I'm talking about with the Joker. Like, when Heath Ledger's Joker came out, I read a thing where a guy was A being, like, doing an A and a B, like, test on YouTube. And he was saying, listen to the spine tingling laugh of Heath Ledger. And then Heath Ledger laughs like maniacally, you know, and then he plays a track of Jack Nicholson. He's like, "Listen to this cartoony bullshit." And then, to me, it was the Joker, like just different. Yeah, you, know, you read enough Batman comics, you see the Joker do the Heath Ledger laugh. Just because
1: there's like different incarnations yeah. in comic books. Just because if you look what at he's the, doing. <laughs> if you look at the most recent Joker, Joker in the New Fifty Two, he doesn't look like the Joker from or act like the Joker from, from either movie. The Killing Joke are from the movies, it's going to change a little bit here and there, especially even in comic books. So, for one person to be well, in their opinion, yeah, it's better, maybe in their opinion, like you said, you know, opinions are like assholes, everybody has one. Mm -hmm. But, if you're going to go into every movie like nitpicking the fuck out of anything, you're not going to enjoy yourself.
2: Same thing with life.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I, I enjoyed agree, the Avengers. I agree with that, but the, the, the like, Anthony's experiencing the uh, people that are are like correcting him. Like, I guess my thing is, you'll run into people that want to tell you what's canon and what's not, yeah. like in the big picture. And, and that's exactly what I did. You ask him.
1: Did you say where are you getting this from?
0: Yeah, and he said the Nolan
4: films. they say so.
1: You're getting this from a movie who uh, who basically a writer, a director, mm-hmm. read some comic books, took what he wanted from it. And turned it into an awesome movie Yes it's an awesome movie But Is it What Batman actually is? 100% I'm gonna sound like A no. fucking elitist But I'll be all
4: I told him Dude I'm a guy who's read Fucking Joker's first appearance
1: From yeah. 1940
4: so, Yeah multiple times Not yeah.
2: just once Yeah okay. And not even that
1: Be like Dude there's so many Different Batmans Like Like we were talking about uh, My Batman is Kevin Conroy Dude, fucking Batman from the uh, animated series. Nice
2: joke I bet you that guy that you talked to didn't even know about Red Hood.
4: No, he doesn't. It's all the Nolan films, yeah. so there's no Red Hood. You
1: know, how old is
4: he's he? He's a fucking like twenty year old. If you're kid. gonna
1: say he's like a teenager, what the fuck? He probably doesn't even barely. He barely knows how to jerk off, probably. <laughs> so, he thinks, well, he's
4: a no- well, he he's a know-it-all, and uh, I schooled him a few times in Roman history. Ooh. Ooh! Fuck Roman history! Yeah. Did you get my dick hard? <laughs> I know. Well, no one really gives a shit about <laughs> Roman history on this table, or even myself. But... but
2: still, man, somebody that thinks they know a lot about that shit and then getting slammed.
4: Well, he, you know what he was? He said this is hilarious, and uh, he said that Caesar's last words were E tu, Brute?" Okay, you know why people say that? Because, because it's the... on
1: the Little Caesars box. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: the loops of Roman history comes from Little Caesars. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, (coughs) Caesar had a wife that looked like him. They were a bunch of puppets. That's what Rome was, a bunch of puppets. Oh, yeah, and they
0: played in a band. I love to get a pizza from Little Caesar's. It's called The Flaming (laughs) Nero.
1: Is that another Roman history joke? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay, what'd you tell him? Okay. I told him the reason
4: people think that is his final words, because that is his final words in the Shakespeare play. Right, but Once not again. Little... Just so because word... it
0: takes place in a movie or something doesn't mean make, make it canon. Most likely or in history, history, in this case, according
4: to the records in history, which we all have to take a grain of salt, especially with ancient history, yeah. is that he just slumped to his death. He just died. He didn't fucking say any of that. It's Shakespeare. Shakespeare fucking takes embellished. Yeah. yeah. Well Shakespeare stole other people's stories and made them better. What a piece of like shit. Like Shakespeare. <laughs> Just like Columbus. <laughs>
2: dude, so d- I
1: bet you, before. I bet you the uh, Romeo and Juliet that he most identifies with is the one with uh DiCaprio. Come on. DiCaprio.
2: DiCaprio. And Danes. Oh and my Danes. god, dude. I am So I bet what? you they, they were like the Caprio. Verona I brothers mean,
1: like... <laughs> in Verona Beach. <laughs> no, okay.
4: Well, the, the funny thing about that movie is it actually uses it's the play unabridged
1: and it uses its actual lines. Yeah. Tight, man. Well, well, so, you know. uh, were you going to tell us what Caesar's last words were, or was it like a gurgle? He just died. <laughs> Probably a gurgle. He just died. So he never did say "et tu, Brute." Uh uh-uh. uh He said just... "Gaia, <laughs> Gaia." Well, I don't think you really can say
4: anything <laughs> when you Godzilla. have about thirty guys with knives Godzilla. stabbing you to death, right?
1: <laughs> I yeah. think I, I think my last words would be like, "Oh shit, motherfucker." Oh, shit, <laughs> that shit ain't cool. <laughs>
4: <laughs> when you have like 30 middle-aged men stabbing you to death,
1: yeah. I think you're kind of fucked. So, yeah. what I think is cool is uh I forget which canto it is in Dante Alighieri's, but uh one of the guys in Satan's mouth is is Brutus. Yeah, Brutus did betray him cuz he was uh, the last pit of hells for betrayers. And uh, I think Judas Iscariot is in one of the mouths. Judas and like a... a, Some fucking Pope. Not Pope John Paul. He was a cool dude. Um, I forgot what Pope. I know what you're talking about.
2: Pope Malcolm in the middle...
1: Uh, dude, I don't know how any of this is relevant, I guess, you know, post, (laughs) (laughs) whoever (laughs) is relevant to any one of our, any of our DC free flow, but you know, I don't even think (laughs) (laughs) we really talked about DC in this show, it
0: was kind of, it was in context, I'm just trying to remember how we got there, I don't know,
1: well, let's talk about the Golden uh, Girls, so, (laughs) yeah, we mentioned the Golden Girls, I don't know how we got there,
0: would you fuck Blanche?
2: No. Wait, you said No. no. Let's don't answer uh, that question. Uh. I don't
1: wanna. I don't wanna answer. Why not? That question. Uh, the
2: only gal that looks that half dead in sitcom that I think I would do anything with is Mona. Off I of knew the you were box. gonna say that. <laughs> you <laughs> son <laughs> of <laughs> a bitch.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm doing I'm okay. down with that shit.
2: Three's <laughs> company. Janitor Chrissy. What? Yeah, she's alright. Okay. Yeah, i hit yeah. that again. Three's
1: company two. <laughs> right. fucking okay. name, well, I mean, we're Yay, gonna do we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do some other uh, DC free flow work. Um, you know, basically, I mean, DC is doing some cool things now. We're going to be talking about uh, so, Freeze Company too. Yeah, and as Anthony keeps trying to put us off subject, uh, you know, we're DC's doing a lot of cool things as far as comic books, their entertainment. You know, the Arrow TV show, the movies that are coming out, uh, the DC animated movies that are coming out. Batman and Son comes out this week. Uh, fuck yeah. The first week of March 2014. In case you're reading this, so May, the, uh, listening to this, <laughs> May, <can>. fuck, <laughs> fucking off, May 2014. One of my yeah. May My six.
2: favorite months
1: yeah, okay. <laughs> May showers It's a porno too Cinco de mayo May-, May flowers But You know They're doing some They're doing some good things uh, So by the time you listen to this If it's past May 6 uh, Go pick up Batman and Son Several Any I think any of the DC movies that uh, Animated that you pick out uh, They're all good I mean I don't think you're going to be Disappointed with any of them Uh, Main thing, DC Comics, DC Entertainment, they're doing really good things now. Um, Not to say that Marvel isn't, but, you know, we're not talking about Marvel, so... Booyah! So, I mean, in my closing, anything that you pick up right now, uh, I mean, give it a shot. As far as reading, watching, you know, maybe watch some DC animated movies, go watch Arrow on the CW, and maybe that might get you into, you know, reading something, but... You know, give it a shot, give it a chance.
4: Speaking of crossovers, DC has that Magnum PI and Golden Girls crossover. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony, do you you have anything in closing? (laughs) He's trying to get off
3: Magnum (laughs) PI (laughs) and (laughs)
4: cross With the Golden Girls?
1: Uh, is, yeah, we were, a gym. Yeah. <laughs> He's just want you know, do you get it? Do you get it? His
4: dick was this long. <laughs> hey, it's, hey, it's in the tradition of crossovers. Remember Full House and Step by Step. Oh, and, my God. Uh, in closing. Matters. What
1: about you, Maddie? Do you have anything
4: to say in closing? <laughs> no, I didn't get to close. Fuck you, Luke. <laughs> okay, Anthony, take it away. Okay, so those were crossovers that I hold dearly in my heart. And... Uh, <laughs> I'm tired, and he's gonna keep going. No, uh, (laughs) I am gonna keep going. Urkel on a fucking
1: (laughs) jetpack is is awesome. He's (laughs)
3: he's not
1: stopping. He's not not stopping. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Luke
4: is nowhere near us now. (laughs) Okay, I'm back. Is Anthony finished yet? (laughs) And then uh, he ended up in the Step by Step world. The end.
0: First Maddie, of all, family matters rules. <laughs> I'm serious. I fucking love that. <laughs> I like step by step. Yeah, man. More than family. Matters.
1: Is that your closing? No, Did oh. I, I didn't say that. No, <laughs> my, my, closing is, my closing. Maddie's closing is bud. like step by step. Yeah.
0: No, family matters. Get for the record, man. Come on. Okay. Family matters.
4: Okay. In, in all seriousness, DC is the shit right now. I don't <laughs> care what anyone says. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Maddie. <laughs> Hi, this is Jesse. All gay porn is my favorite. <laughs> okay,
0: Luke.
3: <laughs> Go ahead, Anthony. Come on. Okay, here's a serious closing. And it's
4: not about those shows. What it is about
3: is... <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay. Okay. So, it is about DC Comics, and I think we'll be doing these DC free flows <laughs> here on out. You know, so DC rocks... It's the best comic... Well, I don't know. It's pretty cool.
1: It's close up. there. It's the best comic. Would you say, Luke? Um, I'd say definitely, yes.
3: Them an Image.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They put
2: out good stuff. Evanescence. Image. Oh.
4: Bring me down to long. Okay.
2: I don't... I don't
4: even know let's
2: pass it what on, about Mindy. S- okay,
4: well, you,
0: Maddie? I'm tired. <laughs> Go, Maddie. Go, Maddie. Maddie.
4: I'm passing, Maddie. Go, Maddie. Maddie.
0: <laughs> Go, Maddie. <laughs> uh... Andy Cooper is one of my favorite uh, Batman (laughs) artists ever. I love the way he draws Batman. (laughs) Batman and uh, and Son. Batman and Son is one of my... Actually, we talked about this a few weeks ago. It's probably my favorite uh, Batman story, like, all around. You get everything in it. You really do. Yeah. And, uh that makes me very excited for the release of Batman and I'm, I'm so glad that they picked that story. I mean it's, what an awesome fucking story. So please go buy it like Luke said. Batman does in fact rule. And that's what I have. To
4: Andy Kubert is my favorite artist and he's good. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking shit about your costume. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I what thought you, mine was pretty to the point. Uh, <laughs> what about, about you, Jess? Closing? <laughs> closing.
2: What about you, Jess? Uh, I think these guys summed it up. So, be good. Brush your teeth. Yeah. Uh, Watch the Golden Girls on Lifetime. Yeah. If you got <laughs> time, I think it only comes on like <laughs> at maybe 5:15 a.m. I didn't yeah. even know that. <laughs>
1: Make sure you're up that early.
2: Well. Okay. Lid off the long box. Wait, th- does Luke have a closing? I thought I Luke my, began his closing. closing.
0: I began Oh, fuck. Closing. I thought it was before we started That's the good. closing. This is Anthony.
2: This is Maddie. This is Luke. And this is Jesse signing off. Lid off the long box.
5: Golden Girls. Don't forget to tune in next week for episode three of Lid off the long box. This time, Maddie and Jesse will be ripping the lids off their long boxes. Until then... Mind your P's and Q's, and don't be afraid to email us at lidoffthelongbox at AOL.com. And as always, thank you for listening and have a great evening. I hate Keith Mathis. Hate him! I despise him! <laughs> why? I'll tell you why.
3: No, let me tell Now No, you can't tell you it. You always tell it. All right, tell it. i tell it. Just tell it.
4: <laughs> June 14th, 1987 Mets Phillies were enjoying a beautiful afternoon in the right field stands when a crucial Hernandez error opens the door to a five-run Phillies ninth cost the Mets the game
1: our day was ruined there was a lot of people you know they're waiting by the players parking lot now we're coming down the ramp Newman was in front of me Hernandez was coming toward
4: us as he passes us Newman turns and says nice game pretty boy
3: Hernandez continued past us up the ramp.
4: Then, a second later, something happened that changed us in a very deep and profound way from that day forward. It wasn't.
3: He spit on us. (laughs) And I screamed out, I'm it!